yet again. Welcome to the Park Scope Immersive Irony Podcast. We are hunkering down for a question mark period of time because we don't know what's happening. It's possibly the end of the world or at least just a really bad flu somewhere in between. Alex is on the podcast with me tonight. Alex, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, just busy. Yeah, nice. I'm. You know, we're both we're both healthy individuals. And, yeah, uh, I, I mean, if you're not, if you're in good health, and you're elderly, elderly, um, you're pretty good. If you're not in good health and elderly, you're you're a lot more worried. Stay, yeah, yeah, stay in a bubble. Yeah, do um, what you can to to not touch anything or not go anywhere. Basically, is the and not interact with people and uh and hide i mean i i don't really know what you can do to be honest it's the flus kind of you know transmit pretty easily and this is the same sort of deal so i wish you the best um you know and and we could spend a lot of time about uh what could happen with theme parks the fact of the matter is outside of some of the international parks nothing is closed yet at least as of today march 11th 2020 by tomorrow everything could be closed uh, Six Flags has put out notifications saying that they are planning to uh, stay open for now, and they're you know keeping things clean. All the Orlando and Southern California parks are open. Um, yeah, Hershey just did a statement saying you know like the same things that Disney are doing. It's pretty much the same statement, like you know making sure not to touch your face. Employees will have access to hand sanitizer. You'll have access to hand sanitizer. Like I'm going to the to I'm going to my first like non-riding nerd event for in the last like ten years because Jersey <laughs> Devil, uh, at Great Adventure and uh, like they're like hey it's, the showcase theater is big there's only like sixty of us leave a seat between you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna so. be interesting um and there's a lot of stuff you know there was actually a uh. Uh, an issue recently, I don't know if I'll call it a, an issue actually, but um, out in California, uh, California's Great America, which of course is in, I think it's in Santa Clara. Um, mm -hmm. Santa Clara was, was basically looking at uh, canceling pretty much any event in which anybody showed up. Uh, so there's a ban there on large gatherings. Yeah, the park is supposed that... to open on the 21st. Yeah, but we're hearing that in Paris. Like, Paris said, like, what, no gatherings above uh, 1,000 people? But... Yeah, and it, the park is still open. I mean, it's not technically a gathering, per se, outside of, like, I mean, I guess yes, you could just yeah. not have parades or something or, or shows. Right. Um, so, you know. Same thing with, like, the parts of the Netherlands that uh, Efteling is in. So... Uh, I don't know. I'd be really scared if, uh, like, we know one person, you know, in the YouTube world that's going to Disneyland Paris next week. I'd be, like, terrified to... I'm not terrified to going and getting sick. I'd just be terrified of quarantine or borders or... Because you just don't know what would happen in, in a week. Like, yeah. it could get... It could explode and you're like, nope, we're locking down Paris. It, you know? It didn't take it that very long for Italy to get locked down. It was like a week, right? I mean, it's it, it basically the cases double every four days is kind of the rough math. So 
I think even in the United States, it's going to take a couple more weeks before it becomes re- like, yeah, at least a couple more weeks, probably like three or four more weeks before people really start to take this seriously across the board. Um, you know, I'm going to the 12 hours of Sebring next week in Florida. Okay. That race has still not been canceled. Uh, they actually said today, this evening, that they are still planning to go ahead with everything. The Electronic um, 3 has been canceled, though. E3 has been canceled. I think uh, so, right? Coachella has been delayed. Yeah. South by Southwest was canceled. So there is a lot of stuff that's being canceled event-wise. Uh, basically, every academic conference you can imagine is being Let, Let's be honest, though. Like, with, like, gamer events, those things are known to be a Petri dish. So it's yeah. like... Like the, the packs, it's literally known the week after. It's literally known. Did you get the packs? Pox. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, probably a good idea. Like, I'm surprised that Paxis just went on when it did. But I mean, that was like when that was a few weeks ago. So I guess I think it was a few weeks ago. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to video games that much anymore. So, but anyways. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Disney's like apparently. I, I don't know if this is true. I just you know Twitter, but like apparently they won't take your picture with your cell phone anymore, for mm-hmm. for a little bit indefinitely. So uh, it looks like they, actually this has just come out that the United States is apparently discussing uh, possibly restricting travel to Europe. So okay, well Trump is talking tonight, I believe, right? Yeah, I mean, I who knows what's going to happen. So. At this point, we could we can still talk about you know what's going on right now, but it's going to be completely irrelevant in a day or two. I don't want to get um, the politics, but man, that guy. Yeah, it's been this is a trip. Like um, you don't want to incite like panic and everything, but at the same time, you don't want to like not sound like someone who is highly educated. Yeah, yeah, no, it's people are going to find out one way or another. Like things are going to happen. And that's that's just that's just what it is. I know that uh, you know, like I said, pretty much every academic conference you can name is being canceled, uh, at least in my world. So it's kind of funny because it's like I just filled out a COI, a conflict of interest form, for an abstract that I'm on, and I know that that abstract is never going to get presented because there's not going to be a sleep conference. Like I, I know all these things, and it's yeah, it's kind of funny. As normal, yeah, yeah. It's just. You know what's coming is just a matter of, of when. So, um, since, yeah, I'm excited, though, but, like, if you want to, I mean, first of all, like, let's talk about, like, cancellations and stuff like that. Like, a lot of the flights, a lot of the airlines are, like, waiving fees and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Orlando, like, Universal, like, they want you to book right now because they're scared. But at the same yeah. time, they'll cancel right away. So, like, if you want to try to go get a deal, like, do it. Like because I, like, yes, yes, yeah. No, I booked like I, I booked I, my I flight to Sebring, um, and I had to take flights that I was not as happy about, and I right. paid twenty seven thousand miles because cash wise they wanted about like four fifty. So this is about a month ago. I canceled that award ticket, had the miles shipped back to me, and rebooked it for better flights for ten thousand miles. Yeah, or I could have paid one fifty eight. Yeah, so, like, I, I'm thinking about, I, I still want to do that ski trip that I was talking about in the last podcast, I think, but I'm going to do it at the end of the season in April. 
because um, they usually stay open until like mid-April. But like, I wanted to dip into Canada, but who knows? Or yeah. dip up into Canada, who knows? I, I don't need to include those two. But <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But like, I I'm like, I need to get like like Google alerts on for like airfare and like early September because like that could make or break like even going if I could getting some amazing flights to your to England but yeah ah, yeah it's 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 uh I don't know I don't feel all that worried just be precautious and like I don't know why people are all of a sudden it's like it's like coming out that like people are don't know how to I, I, I don't know about you, but, like, whenever I'm in an amusement park, I definitely wash my hands. Like, the only time I don't, okay, I guess I'll let it all out right now, is, like, if I'm going to the water park, I'm, I went to the bathroom, like, at least number one, like, it's like I'm just about to go back in the water, whatever. The chlorine's going to kill that <laughs> crap anyways. But, like, any other time, it's like the, the restraints are disgusting. Like, like, you should already, if you're going to the amusement park, probably be, like, Somewhat cautious of of all the germs and stuff that are on the uh, the harnesses, because I mean you you see it. It's like you'll see like dark points around the handles and all that stuff on like injection foam and like yeah, that's dirt and germs and stuff. Like it's but like like it's like the world is like now just being instructed on how to wash their hands like we're like five year olds apparently. <laughs> the it's three year olds. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, and it's. They need to close those open markets. That, that thing, those need to get banned in China, that's for sure. I mean, this is the second time. Yeah, they're, so, they're actually going to ban them now. They are going to do good. that. I mean, I, I can't be believe good. it took them this long. Yeah, but... the first outbreak in the early 2000s didn't do it, apparently. Yeah, they just shut down yeah. the country twice, you know. So, anyways, like, we're, I get getting, it. we're like, getting way off topic. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, but it's also a different time for China. China has developed so much more in the last fifteen years that maybe they should, maybe shouldn't, you know, that shouldn't be a thing anymore. Regardless, yeah, <laughs> of, this, yeah. of a widespread panic around the world. <laughs> All right, but uh, we have some news. We have some rides that we didn't talk about when we talked about like new stuff last time. We uh, forgot about Europe a little bit, and. Uh, I mean, we're travelers. We're world travelers. I'm now a world traveler. Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm. And uh, two of the parks I went to last year, as I said, guys, guys, if you guys want to know what park to not go to the the this year and you're, like, concerned about, hey, maybe they're going to build something next year, just ask, hey, Alex, where are you going? Because that park will probably build a coaster. Like, I'd say, like, a good third of the parks I went to are building a coaster. So, yeah, but you um, went to, like, park- 80 parks. So, yeah, that's true too. But like, it's okay. It's good thing is it's like all the parks I want to go back to. There's like very few that are like, oh, that place, great. But one place that I'm very excited about is Popsaland, Dupont in northwestern Belgium. Um, they are building a, a mock extreme spinner, which is um, code named uh, Time Traveler to give you an idea of what kind of cars it has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, very different layout. It's going to be a launch. Well, two launches because, uh, Time Traveler only has one, correct? Yes. 
and some really funky elements, a JoJo roll that kind of curves in the middle of the JoJo roll and weird top hats and uh, really cool placement. I know exactly where it's going. I can picture it in my head, and it's like really cool placement of where they're putting it. They're putting it pretty much in the center of the park, so it's going to be a really cool centerpiece. Uh, and I'm really happy to see them build another one of those things. Uh, you would know more. You love that thing, right? Uh, which park? I'm sorry. Um, time Traveler, the real Time oh, yeah, Traveler. Time Traveler is good. Yeah, I like it a lot. Fun ride. Yeah, so it's great to see more of that. So, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be kind of like on a more of a, a flat plane rather than you know the terrain obviously that Silver Dollar City has, but I'm sure yeah, they're gonna going to do a right good over... job of of putting stuff in there to to theme it and and you know make it interesting, if you will, or more interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be right over their lake in the middle of the park. It's, and I mean, as I said, like, Land is, like, I'm so glad they're getting another, like, really, like, put the park on the map type of attraction because, like, no one talks about this park. And I understand why, because it's Studio 100, which is kind of a kid's thing. But, like, at the same time, the theming is incredible. Like, people rave about, like, DreamWorks stuff, not in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And uh, they rave about, you know, Disney and all that stuff. And, yeah, that was the biggest surprise of the trip, I'd say, because I just had no idea what I was going to be dealing with. And, wow. But uh, trip still, also, in Germany. Mm -hmm. They're getting a pair of Acomas. Um, Do we have names for these? I think we do, but they're in German, so. Hals Überkopf and Voldampf. So one is uh, based on a Swabian folk song, um, and the other is uh, based on a folk tale, which makes sense for this part because everything there is Swabian. Basically, it's just like it's a local theme park themed to the locality in a way that's interesting because it's stuff you. We've talked about it at length, actually. I mean, this is it's a crazy the most park. German park you will ever go to. Yeah, it's it's like a German park themed to Germany. It's it's California adventure, but themed to something that you're not familiar with. That's also like way over the top. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You can practically claim uh, what, what do they what do enthusiasts call it? Uh, um, uh, the uh, whatever, like. I'm blanking here. Never mind. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, so one of them is a Vacoma uh, family boomerang, which those things are fun. Mm-hmm. You've been on yeah. a couple or just just wreck? Uh, the only one that I've been on is the one actually at uh, the park in Dubai. Right. Um, Have, but you've been you've been on Terran, right? Oh, that's right. I have been on. Yeah, I've been on that one. Terran and Rack. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've been on yeah, two of these them. These things are They're super fun. fun. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it, what the the cool thing is. It's intertwining with the other one, which is a. Uh, it's, it's like, okay, so anyone who's been in this enthusiast hobby for a long time knows about the the suspended coaster that arrow tried to do that did inversions and like it never really progressed over a uh, like a one-tenth scale model but this is going to be a suspended coaster that has a little bit of a swing to it with lap bars that will have four inversions so 
that's pretty cool. Yeah. And at sharing supports and all that stuff, and uh, it just looks amazing. If, if Look up the park and look up the latest video they posted of this thing. They had um, one of the racing drones, like, race around the track layout, like, race around what's been completed already, and then race around what's what's actually do. So you actually see the drone, like, do a barrel roll and everything. It's so cool the way they did that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... Gonna be rad. Let's be. It's it's trip drill. It's gonna be good. I'm not yeah, concerned. Like, yeah, trip drill is uh, amazing. I need. I I can't wait to go back someday. And definitely with this, with these two additions, I, I think it now kind of pushes it to a full day park. I already kind of felt like it was. Um, but a lot of people tend to do what I did and squeeze holiday park in with it, but. I think you're going to have to find a different way to do that these these days because Tripsdale kind of deserves a full day now. It's a park where everything is good. There's not very yeah. many parks that, like that. So, One thing I didn't dive into was the food at all, so I don't know about that. No, the food's good too, and it's it's very reasonably priced. Not to mention the wine cellar, which is, you know, in like the basement of the building that has all the crazy music machines. I mean, there's there's oh. nothing about that place that's that's normal at all. Okay, I missed both of those fun. things, so that sucks. Um, great. <laughs> then you get a tidy glass for like uh, fifty euro cents, and then it's like fifty euro cents to try different wine. Oh, okay, dang. <laughs> it's okay, it happens. I'll do it next time. So, I also found out that I missed the uh, dark ride at Popsaland. I had no idea it even existed. Walked right by it. So I think I did good, pretty good considering the whole yeah. trip. I didn't miss much, but a few things here and there. Energylandia. Surprise, surprise. Uh, two coasters that are already being built uh, uh, and not completed, and a third one has uh, been announced by Vacoma, not even the park itself. Um, so this will be Vacoma's eighth coaster. Uh, only five are open at this point. We have a, another Vacoma launch coaster. That's pretty much track complete at this point. Mm-hmm. Then there's a mine train going in eventually. And now, uh, a second junior family boomerang. Cause they well, that, have one, one. that one they've known about for a while. The, the mine train is the, the new thing. No, no, no. The mine train's been known about for like over a year. The the family boomerang's a new one. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought. Okay. Because no, I knew no, that no, they no. were talking the... about two coasters for this year and then one for next year. This is how confusing it is. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is. I you there's uh, one guy that does great aerial drone footage and all that stuff, and like you can clearly see where the footers are. There's going to be a disco coaster as well, and uh, people actually found out it's going to be the same one at. Uh, Syrup Summerland in the Denmark that's also building this, uh, also being built this year. Um, it will end up being the longest ones, uh, the longest Vacoma family boomerangs, about over 800 feet. The previous record was 715 with Wildlands Adventure Park in the Netherlands, which, uh, got a vlog going up as we speak right now. It goes live in 20 minutes. So as you watch this tomorrow, go back and check that out. But um, 
yeah, that, that, that's it's it's a really cool layout with like a uh, the actual spike is actually going to be 90 degrees. So if you're in the front seat, looks like you're gonna be looking straight up at the sky. So for a for a junior coaster, that's uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, it, it just it's 18 coasters now. The place has been open for six years or 2015. They're going for the record. It's 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 no doubt about it. And uh, we'll see what comes next. I, I'm hoping that everything stays cool and I get to go there in uh, two months, as is planned. But you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I can't can't do much about it at this stage, other than uh, hope for the best. Um, it's definitely an interesting looking park. I've heard mixed things, so I'd be I'm very interested to see it. Um, yeah, I, I think. Before it was just like build as fast as we can, and now it seems like okay, we got people's attention. Now we need to actually, you know, theme things out and and not just like okay, there's space right there. Let's put the new ride in. Mm-hmm. Now they're actually creating lands and stuff like that. So I don't know. And I think everyone's question is uh, where is this money actually coming from? But you know. Like, it just seems... Uh... Do you have any theories on that one? Um, it was owned by, like, a local, like, nightclub businessman or something like that? I'm pretty sure the Energy Landia, the whole name, comes from, like, a natural gas company relationship. Okay. Um, Is my recollection. I mean, people have been asking that, I think, the entire time as to, like, where the money comes from. And, you know, that's that's what I've heard at one point. I mean, there's a million theories on this. Quite frankly, don't care to some degree. Okay. Uh, you know, whatever gets the job done, whatever gets me roller coasters, um, I'm perfectly fine with. If it's, if it's mafia money, I'm fine. <laughs> like, I just I really always worry about, care. like... A park like over expanding like this, and then they're like, "Oh wait, we never caught up with the actual revenue, and now we're closed." <laughs> I mean, there was like there was no park there before, so yeah. If if a park opens and it stays open for ten years, then it closes because of what you just said. You know, did we lose anything really? You know, we got something out of it for a short period of time, so I'd almost rather that be the case. And it becomes like this legendary park that fell apart and is now abandoned in southern Poland. Then it never happened at all, if that makes sense. That's that's my perspective on it. Um, and I'd like to go see it. It would be great. But I know that everybody in Europe is uh, freaking out, as is America, about the things that we talked about earlier. So who knows? Who knows? We don't know what it's going to be like in two months. And we're just speculating, really, uh, as to what could be the case. So, having done that, having discussed Europe, having discussed parks, do we want to do our Disney Paris discussion finally? Yeah. Or do we want to, but... Do we, but first, we need to talk about, first, Jersey Devil, real quick. Yeah, it's uh, going up quick. Uh, it's looking fantastic. And uh, hopefully it opens in May. And uh, I'm doing uh, video updates 
of a drone. And uh, pretty awesome. I might say so myself. <laughs> and you can check those so, out uh, on the coaster spot. Yes, on YouTube. You mentioned before on YouTube. Yeah. Um, um, I, 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 like uh, it didn't hit me until I was like flying and looking at this thing finally going up. I'm like, oh my god, this, this is actually happening. Like, not only are we getting a freaking RMC finally within an hour's drive, because next closest one to me now at this point was like four hours. Mm-hmm. Like, Great Adventure is actually getting a unique roller coaster for the first time in forever. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's going to blow people away. And other things that are blowing people away is Iron Gwazi. It's tested. It looks... Comp- it, it, this was amazing. Uh, so with this construction process, it's been going on for like over a year now. So they've had time to completely complete the landscaping, re- rehab the station, all that stuff, do all the sensor work, everything. They were moving trains around. So like it, what it, it was like Monday, they completed the track, and then like like 18 hours later, they were testing. That's like fairground coaster levels of like send it. <laughs> That's awesome and it looks fantastic. Uh, the speed like I just have you seen the videos? Yeah, no, I mean it looks it looks as zippy as everyone expected it to be. And already um, the audio in the background of testing people losing their minds, like locals and tourists just losing their mind like. Oh my God! It's so fast. <laughs> the local Orlando people, quite frankly, the majority of them are totally unprepared for what this ride's going to do. Like, I think of all those people on like in the Diz Twitter world that are always like, you know, Hulk is too intense for me. Like, they're just this is just not for them. It's just not for them. It's going to be the best coaster in in Florida. I mean. The likelihood that it isn't is so minute, so small, so almost impossible to imagine that, I mean, it it just practically is going to be the case. And I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be cool. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be rad. And I am pumped. Um... I'm definitely hoping to get down there this year. Um, I don't know how it's going to work with everything that's going on, but it should be a lot possible. Of questions. Yeah. A lot of questions. It's a year of questions. That's what this year is. So I don't know. I, I feel like it's not for me. It's not going to be until they, the 2021 season passes go on sale. So that's like end of July. So by then, I'm I'm really not too worried. Yeah. Or we're yeah, all or we're all dead. um so let's are we ready now to go into the paris discussion um other than emperor emperor tested and that actually looks pretty good for a dive coaster although it went over the uh holding brake really quickly so the speed that it was going through the elements might not be indicative of how fast it actually does because I took a look at that video. I'm like, wow, that doesn't look like the pacing of a B&M. A B&M dive coaster gets to the tops of the loops and like can barely make it over. And it was just like whipping through them. It was, uh, oh man, I would love it if it uh, operated like that. But like, 
Man, what a budget coaster. Do you, have you heard about the station for Emperor at, at San Diego SeaWorld? No. It, it's not going to even have a roof. It, it, it basically has, like, handrails around the edge and maybe, like, a shade structure for, like, where you actually queue up. But that's it. Like, it's going to be, like, like, I don't think there's even, like, a booth for the controls. It's just, like, a shade structure over it. And then they're calling the informational plaques around the area theming, which is a uh, yeah you can you can spin in every way you want to. That's not theming. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I, I guess it's great we're doing coasters, but like that just is like, come on, it's like put a little teeny little bit more effort into it, please. I I agree with you, but I'm also like. It, that part needed a big ride. So, yeah. like, not a ride that was, like, a clone of something, you know, not that it matters to the people in the local area, but, they like, something that's not a Skyrocket. You know, like, something well, that's a little more substantive. they don't know anything about that. How many, how many people know that that exists? No, they don't, but, like, A you few know, hundred miles north. <laughs> they really had an excellent season last year, considering how far down that that park had been. Yeah, and how far they were able to bring it back. I think Emperor will do more of the same. I mean, my first thought was like, yeah, that's really cheap. But also at the same time, I think to myself, you know what? It's San Diego, California. They're going to be A-OK. Yeah. Let's hope they can figure out their their sky warp, though. That thing has been not doing well. I've heard that it's, I mean, it had problems as soon as it opened, and then it's been closed for the last few couple months i think like the train was off like everything was apart they have a bad they have a bad track record with with the tractions there the last few years like ocean explorer well uh, no i'm 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 not really talking about them i'm more talking about skyline really well Their yeah reputation. i mean i'm just saying like in terms of some of the acquisitions that SeaWorld has made um yeah yeah that especially part, that especially. Part. but no those rides in general have basically been junk the, the few that have been built and... They're a really cool theory, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I feel like their propulsion is. I don't. I, it feels like it would have been just easier to use magnets, but what? I don't know. I'm not an engineer here, but they seem to have issues. I don't know. It just seems like such a huge headache too, because you, people realize like all those little bogies between the two sections of the train, like all that has to be like winter maintenance. All that has to be NDT. Like all that. Like, that just seems like a headache of a maintenance. Like, just because it doesn't have, uh, you know, human passengers on top of it, riding on it, doesn't mean, like, it doesn't have to be inspected just as much as every other part of the train. It, I don't know. It just seems like a, a nightmare to maintain. But we'll see. We're not seeing um, a lot more of them get built, so I think that's kind of your answer on how those things are going. Yeah, they messed up. They tried to do some, you know, like version two of it with the train and everything. And uh, I hope for the best for them because it's great people at that company, great ideas. It seems like the execution isn't just quite there. So, but uh, another ride that didn't have the execution too well is a topple tower. Is it? <laughs> Not particularly. Um, you did ride the last one. Yeah, I totally forgot to mention it when we did the Europe trip talk, and uh, when I was at Belwardi, and 
like I just felt like I should have mentioned it. So I was so excited to ride it. You saw it last well, 2018, and it was closed, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You rode Dollywoods, though, right? I never rode Dollywoods, no. So you've never ridden one, period? Never got on one. Oh, man. Okay. There were only four built, I believe. Walligator and Marineland were the other two. And this was the original one, and it still operates somehow, some way. Um, I, I don't know. But if anyone doesn't know, it looks like a freefall tower, but the whole tower just bobs down. And this one's, like, themed to one of those little bobbing birds that you've seen, like, on people's desks. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it at the same time. And, like, it is, like, the coolest-looking ride. Um, I've coined this ride just because of my home park, the Cyborg effect, whereas Cyborg looks so cool. But 90% of the time, you'll have a, just a boring ride. That 10% of the time, you might get a really good one. Usually with Cyborg, if there's not a lot of people on it, it actually has the strength to actually flip you a lot. When you, when you have a full load, it just doesn't do anything. But this is the same thing. It looks so cool, but it's just slow. Um, if you're not afraid of like being hung facing the ground, which I wasn't, it's not going to scare you at all. Um, it was fun, but I got off and I was like, okay, that's good. Don't really need to do it again. Uh, <laughs> I mean, everybody's I basically said that they're all there. None of them were any good to begin with. That yeah, was pretty much the review sh- of all of them. Maybe I should have just because, like, the opportunity. But, like, at the same time, it was like, that's one less ride I might have had at Popsaland. So I'm happy with that. That's fine. I mean, if it had been running, I would have gone on it because it was the last one. Or it still is the last one. But I I don't expect it to be good. No. And you have some video of it on your YouTube channel as well. So Yeah, yeah. So but make sure to go out. check that out. Look up the uh Belvard Belvard Belvardi, whatever it is. B E L L E W A R D E. Uh with another E in there somewhere, I think. Um video that you've got up. Yeah, and uh we're finally doing it. Talking about Disneyland Paris. Comprehensive yes. discussion. Not so much you know, I'm not going to do like a trip report what I did this day. We're just talking about our experiences, my opinions on it. You have lots of takes on it. You've talked about it, but I, I, I feel like I, I really want to talk about it because it's a Disney park and, well, people like Disney. And I guess I'll start with my overall impressions. They're positive overall. That's a good park. Well, well one of the parks is really good and one is the other park. So. Yeah, uh yeah, so a resort as a whole, it's really good. It's got lots of uh, potential. I think that potential is starting to. I think that you know that park took a long time to hit its drive, as we know. Lots of mistakes were made. Everyone knows the history of that, of course, especially with the documentary that came out uh, late last year on Disney Plus. Um, or Defunct Land, go check his video out. It's excellent as well. Um, so shall we start with the Studio Park? If you want to start with the Studio Park, I'm, I'm leaving this up to you primarily. I'm, I'm here to help guide. 
But this is this let's, is your I feel experience like I should, with just, Disney. Let's just Paris. get out of the way. I mean, that's the first place I went. Sure. Let's just get out of the way. And it's 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 almost it's very different than than it's still it's actually really different than but what it was in September is very different from what it is now. Um from my first visit in early August to September it was also very different in some ways. Like rock and roller coaster closed in the middle of my trip. Um but I did t- I got it I got an annual pass because I knew I'd be in and out of the Paris area throughout my trip and I just wanted to not be and they had long hours, so I didn't want to be like locked down to just one day, making sure you know I do everything mm-hmm. in one day. And I, it's affordable. It really is. It's not that expensive. It's no. like if you get the lowest tier, it's like less than what I pay for for a Cedar Fair Pass with dining, a Platinum Pass. It's uh, kind of it's just it's unheard of compared to what it is in America. They yeah, tickets daily are, tickets are very cheap comparatively to U.S. parks again. And they're not tickets. as cheap as like Tokyo, but like they're not absurdly expensive like um, here. Um, but we'll start with. Oh, first of all, I didn't go into what do they call it? Their downtown Disney. Um, um, might actually be downtown Disney, um, or Disney Marketplace, or whatever it's isn't called. Disney Village. Maybe it's Disney Village. Regardless, um, I didn't even step foot into it. I had no interest in it. It is Disney Village. Um, I, I, yeah, I didn't have I, any interest in it. Yeah, honestly, you're not missing anything. Um, I mean, the the German restaurant that's there is pretty good. Um, I've always been of the thought process that as an American to go to Disney Paris and go to the Buffalo Bills show is preposterous. I, it's just like, really? why would you... Why would you go to why would you go to France to go to Disney to go to a Wild West American barbecue show? It's just like if you're gonna travel that far, why are you doing that? Yeah, that makes sense. Like I I've never even done the Hoopty Doo review, so like and I, I certainly wasn't gonna do it alone. Um Yeah. I mean I've done I've done. I did hope to do a review a million years ago, but like, I just don't. It's basically like going to see stamp like the Dixie Stampede, and okay. I like Dixie Stampede, but you know Dixie Stampede and Pigeon Forge, or um, you know uh, uh, in the Ozarks in Branson. To me, it makes sense for me to go to Paris and do that. I mean, of all the things that I could do with my evening. If I'm not going to be in the theme park, to select the Buffalo Bills dinner show, which is, you know, sort of a caricature of where I live, it just, it's very weird to me. It would be like, it would be like making sure that you went to like the best diner, like American style diner in, you know, uh, Lagos, Nigeria. It's just so. I mean, I get that some people do it. It's just not what I do. Like, it's bad enough to go to all the theme parks and be like, yeah, yeah Disney. But, like, I just, I can't do it. Like, that's, that was, that's, like, the level. That's, like, the limit. That's like, the line. I feel like I, I know what you're saying because every time, like, 
I, 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 I try not to offend anybody right here, but like every time I saw all the French men and French women dressed up in Frontierland, I, I just like a big Thunder Mountain. I just was like, it's, it's just not. This doesn't work for me. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of and there's a lot of Wild West and Mexico theming and stuff like that in Europe and European parks. And I yeah. get it, like it's exotic to them too, right? Like, yeah, I get it. It's just like I, I think I said it in one of the vlogs I just posted. Like, a Wild West theme is like one of the last things I need in my European parks that I need to experience. Like, it, they they're fine. They look most of them look pretty good, but a lot of parks here have them. I don't need that. Like, I like I you know, it's like it's like getting excited to, about Main Street USA. You know, like. I don't get excited about Main Street USA in America, where it's like a, a romanticized version of, you know, the Main Streets. And small then town like, America. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's like small town America, but in France, like it feels even weirder. And I just. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I don't hate it. I'm not actively against it. We're definitely getting ahead of like, ourselves here. Because yeah, I, we are. I, I but, definitely want to know, talk about Main Street. <laughs> So let's 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 go back to studios. Um, All right. Yes. I mean, the reason what why we're a... talking about this is that studios is studios is comparatively awful architecturally and design wise oh. in every way. I, oh my god. Okay. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> it does not look like. Okay. I I am I, often I often am like you know there's a lot more similarities in the theme park industry between different companies and whatnot than people will, will often admit. Um, you know, this park does not look like a Disney park. This park looks very much like a product of its time frame, but it's like the comparison points are like the heavy renovations that were done to parks that Six Flags bought in the late 90s or, you know, like the Walibi Belgiums or Walibi Hollands of the world and um, WB like movie park, Germany, like places like that. That's, that is the natural comparison point for this park in terms of the way it's set up. The problem is it's not as good as any of those. And that's just the hard truth. It has, it has rides. I like, I like one of those rides appreciably more than you. Yeah. I don't, I'm not even ready to talk about the rides. Like, yeah, but like as a park, like it's a the actual layout is small. Yeah, first you know. of all, it, it is so small. I said it multiple times. It, to me, it just felt like. Well, we, first of all, we know why they built the park. The whole yeah, reason contractually, they, the they contractually have to. They had to build a park, or they were going to they would have lost the land to the French government. So they had. Absolutely no choice but to build something. And it's the same way for the third park. that they. But I think they just got an extension on that one. Yeah, to like um, 2030. Right, um, which is good because if they were to build a third park right now when your second park is complete garbage and needs to be fixed, just imagine what that third park would be. <laughs> a literal carnival. Like <laughs> just buying French carnival rides and just planting it down. Put up a big circus tent. <laughs> yeah. Call it storybook circus land, and then you know. But, I mean, with this park, they almost kind of did with that entrance now, didn't they? 
the it has a very large building, building that you walk I'm, into. I'm okay after. with that building. Like I, I like the building. I like the inside of it. I like what they did with it. I have no problems with the inside, to be honest with you. I just have a problem with the placement. Like, it's stupid. Like, I, I don't know. I would have put it halfway through the park as a choke point. That's what I would have done. I wouldn't have put it as the, the first thing you see, the first thing you have to walk through. You know, uh, the one thing that I'm I'm always, like, fearful of when we start doing these discussions is that, you know, people people have heard these sorts of talks before, and it's like, what do, you, what do we bring that's new to the table I've about shitting on Disney Studios Paris? Which is easy. <laughs> it's like shooting fish in a barrel. And I think that I understand your point of, like, putting it in the center of the park, and, like, it could be a central hub. Um... This is the, I mean, the fact of the matter ever. is, the, but the think about is, like gardens where they have that big food court in the middle of the park. Yeah, like that works. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not disagree. Like, I don't hate that idea. I think that the idea of like what it's trying to thematically do, like yeah. it was never going to succeed anyways, because what's past the entryway is not worth anyone's time. For the and most I can't part. believe like. You have to look back. Like, you need to look at it now, and you're like, wow, there's not a lot to do. You need to look back what was there when it opened. Yeah, I was, had... there, in a, I was there in 2002. Oh, God. So you had... Jeez, what did you have? <laughs> and what didn't you have? You didn't even have... You didn't have Crush. No. You didn't have Tower. Nope. Did you even have Rock and Roller Coaster? I don't think that you opened. Did. Didn't it open, like, a year later? We when I the first time I went there in July of two thousand two, there was Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, the backstage tour, um, Armageddon stunt show, Cinemagique, Animagique, uh, the um, the Flying Carpets, and there may have been some other show somewhere in the park that was that that happened, but I don't recall what it was. That was it. Then you. Did you say the studio tour? I'm sorry. Yeah, the studio. The, that's what I meant. The studio tour. Yeah. And then, um, did the uh, the 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 car show was that opening? Day? Oh, that's what that was the other show. Yeah, the car show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lights, okay. motors, action. Yes. Yeah, which was, yeah, was really it. fun. That I liked that. I never saw um, it. Uh, I never saw it in Florida, so I was actually really excited to see it, and uh, I really enjoyed it. So that was fun. Yeah. No, I mean, um, it's, it's fine. There's The funny part, too, is there's a bunch of, like, car stunt shows in Europe. Yeah, like, I saw not... one at movie park, Germany. And I, I will say one thing that Disney does with that car show is, I don't know, they really put a thought into, like, the tires they use because as loud as the cars are and as squeaky as their tires are, like, it was, like, deafening at movie park Germany, like, Every single kid had their hands over their ears. Like even I was halfway through his thinking about it. Like, I, just I don't know. Just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, Mir um, like Mirabellandia has one, and they go through like a vertical loop. Like, <laughs> Erinjilandia has one. Yeah, so you know it's not it's not unheard of in Europe to do these. Shit. Yeah, but they were like um, the first. So yeah, there you I, go. I, I think maybe I'm not 100 percent sure if that's true or not, but. They were one of the first, so maybe, yeah. Um, but the point is, um, let's 
you know, it, it's not a charmful park. It doesn't have a lot of delightful scenery. It, no, it doesn't... no. And it's, uh, even when I was there, it was like, like half the place was walls mm-hmm. because of construction and some rehabs and stuff like that. Uh, rock and roller coaster. Now it's closed, whatever. But like, it was, it was such a budget, like, like, Rock and roller coaster in Florida. It's a fun ride, but it's not exactly amazing. <laughs> no. It's like, but this was just like, a, it was trusses from a concert with lights flashing inside. Yeah, it's, it it's like, impressive how little they did for this one. The worst pre-show ever. Yeah, um, like, well, the pre-show was kind of fun. It was. I liked their spin on it in Paris. That was okay. Um, But, like, they're not re-theming this. They're adding theming finally to this to make it into the Avengers, right? Spider-Man? Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, something. I don't know. One of those three. Got it. Forget what it is. Um, uh, mm, Iron Man and the Avengers it will focus on, apparently. Um, So, yeah, there's that. Uh, Tram Tour was fun. It was cool to do uh, Catastrophe Canyon. I, I actually somehow had no idea I had that whole scene, that Florida also had. So yeah. that was fun. Um, and it takes you through a bunch of films that nobody ever heard of. And um, you can tell that you can tell exactly when that thing opened because it hasn't been updated one little bit. Like it is no. such a moment in time of when Disney was making attractions in 2001 or when they, when, you know, the films they were making in that time. And you're like, okay, we have this film that flopped. We have all these props. What do we do with them? Okay. Send them to Paris. Done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Toy Story Land is nice. It's, I, I, in my opinion, it's like as far as the theming goes, it's as nice as, um, like the level of quality is just as nice as Florida, but it's just so much smaller than Florida. It's like micro sized, yeah. and yeah. the attractions aren't as fun. Slinky Dog is just, or uh, RC Racers, it's fun, but it's so dumb. <laughs> Yeah, uh, RC Racer. Uh, honestly, because of the the short capacity of that ride, I can't recommend it really to anybody. It's just it's there. You do yeah, it I wrote it there. once. I thought about writing it twice, but guess what? It's not on early entry for whatever reason. <laughs> I mean, to like, me, I would say that I would say the Toy Story area has something approaching charm, yeah. and the area around Ratatouille. That's pretty much it as far as like theming that's not hideous and not totally bad but like you said it's a very small area i mean it's yeah, not and the paris area i don't know like everyone talks about it and so highly regarded but hey first of all it's very small second of all yeah. like it's it's almost to me like i don't know i feel a lot of people that go there don't do a lot of touristy things in paris in actual france no and that's so they think this is the most amazing theming ever but for me, this is, like, no different than theming a park to California in California. No, that's absolutely I'm correct. I'm not saying it's bad. I just don't... It, no. I, like, no, you're right. I think it's overrated. And that ride, Ratatouille, I think is fun, but I am not exaggerating. It is the most overhyped dark ride I've ever been on. Um, Like, the scenes are cool between stuff. That's cool. The... The smells, the heat, and all that stuff. But, like, 
there's just like no life to the motion to the the scenes when you park in front of a screen. You don't move. You don't gyrate at all. You just sit there. Like it's like I understand it. Does they they weren't gonna make it the intensity of Spider-Man being flipped around and all that. But like it just seemed so uninteractive to me. It just it was just like where where are you taking me next? That's that's all it felt to me. Like it just did not pull me in. It did not immerse me. It did not do everything that everyone said it was going to do for me. I'm not saying it's a bad heard, ride. I've heard mixed things about it's... it forever, and I, I liked it a lot. I enjoyed okay. it. Um, really? Okay. I think they did. I think a lot of the stuff that they did, a lot of the like little detail stuff, like the, the turning wheels on the cart, when you're under the cart, trying to hide, okay. getting to the mouse hole, I thought that was pretty cool. Um. So there are some really cool parts of it, but I'm just saying. But, but I don't. That... I don't. I never. Also, I never say anything like I. I never feel immersed in rides. I think to the extent that some people do, I just don't. So to me, it's I'm. I'm looking at it like from a technical perspective of like, oh, that was cool. Like, I'm not saying it, it like I don't enjoy them. I do, but like some of the bigger like, you know, hundred million dollar epic type things, I, I don't have that. It's a lot tougher for me to be just like able to shut off my mind and be like, "Oh yeah, this kicks ass." Um, usually, there has to be some sort of thrilling element to it, which is one of the reasons why I'm excited about Rise of the Resistance because it it has a little bit of you know kick to it. Um, Ratatouille, I know didn't really, so I didn't expect that. I just kind of looked at as you know it it's fun, and I look at it mostly as a technical exercise, but that's how I feel about a lot of rides. And at least, like, it's better than... Like, when it opens at Epcot, it's going to be tough for me to think that it's not better than just about everything there, except maybe... Well, I guess uh, Spaceship Earth will probably be closed for rehab. Um, And I like living with the land, because it's just fun. But I don't know that it'll be any worse than Frozen, and it'll be better than everything else by default. I mean, Test Track is garbage, and... Soaring over the world is not very good, and Journey into Imagination is not very good. So it's it's going to be a top ride there, and a, a very good I, ride at Walt Disney World. But I just I don't, don't feel uh, as strongly as you do. But I then when you point it out to when you compare it to just Epcot attractions, yeah, I can agree with you with that one. And like at I, that I, park, at, at this park that we're talking about, like what's its yeah, competition it's, for the best ride? Um. Brush, which is, which for what it is, which is what an extended model, uh, spinning coaster two thousand for Moer Sone in a box. Oh, we're comparing. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you meant Ep- just just at Disney uh, Studios uh, Paris. Oh, I, I forgot that we're I know, okay. Yeah, we shouldn't get into this Epcot talk. This is completely off topic. But yeah, it's off topic. Uh, but like, at some point, when it opens, we'll get back into that topic. How about? How, yeah, but uh, but what I'm saying here is like you know this ride is. <laughs> At this part, uh, you know, Crush and Tower are its real competition as best ride, and at least it's it's more yeah. unique than Tower. And, yeah, and Crush um, is for what it is is good, but it's you know, it's Crush also what it was is. Crush was great until you go up the left hill, <laughs> the second left hill. Uh, you know, the pre lift area I think is really cool. Oh my god, it's fantastic! Like that's it's, it's, like was so good, but. Then like they forgot about the rest of the ride. Like and like I'm sorry, but laugh track is better. <laughs> and, 
like laugh track is fun, but it's not amazing. Um, uh, I like I like the pre the pre coaster element of Crush's coaster more than what happens on laugh track. But I'm also not. No, I'm just like, saying comparing. I'm not the, so I'm not so tied to, to that. Okay, but I'm just saying comparing the 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 big they're basically box the to same the other thing. big box. Yeah, they're they're yeah. essentially the same thing in a lot of ways. Yeah, but like I did, I just don't understand why they didn't do more inside of there. Like, well, actually, budgets, but like. Yeah, we we both know it's the same reason why they bought a stock roller coaster that's a portable model and just added a little bit of stuff to the beginning. Well, they do that a lot, though. Like, and I. Yeah, but this is this is like really blatant. I mean. Well, it's not like, as bad as Primeval Whirl. Or, no. No. I. I but or even Sky Goofy or Goofy Sky Sky School. It's better than we're those all mentioning two. things from like the same era too. By the way, yeah, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> Thanks, Eisner. That's the problem. That's the problem. Just keep yeah. just keep asking for someone like Eisner back, kids. I hope you get him. Part of me, part of me is like this cruel monster that's like, I hope you get, I hope you get Eisner too. I hope of... you get nothing but Disney Studios Paris for the next ten or fifteen years. I don't hate all of Eisner. Like, I think he Everybody gets more. Everybody says the same but... thing. I like Eisner when he had Wells. I get it. Like the, the other well, guy, the guy that. True. Yeah. Like he did. Uh, the, he couldn't multitask. It didn't feel like he could multitask too well. When he was really doing really good with the studios, he was he was uh, not doing so great with the parks. When he's doing great with the parks, the studios weren't doing so good. It's uh, yeah, he has to be all around there, and it didn't seem like it's, it was hitting. You have to. It's a tough business that he's in to oh, try God, and yeah. run a conglomerate that well. Like it's it's funny now to look back at Bob Iger and see how successful he was at it financially, and think like that's a norm instead of like a complete outlier. I don't. I mean, that's the truth. I really don't want like, to get into this talk, but at, at the no. same time, I don't. I don't. I don't blame some people. It's a business. They have to make hard choices. It's not like they set out to, okay, we need to build a rock and roller coaster clone and not put a single thing into it. Like, it's a business decision. They have, it's, Yeah, but you know, you and I both know that the cost of that rock and roller coaster clone... Okay, that was a bad example. I don't know why I mentioned that one. But is like is twice things. as much as what was spent at Walibi Belgium for the same exact ride, or Walibi Holland for the same exact ride. Oh, yeah, because a, billion, a trillion engineers and, uh, and levels of management have to approve every single detail. And, and <laughs> you know, they're all part of the project cost. I mean, I'm just yeah. saying, like... I, 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 and the sad thing is the theming on platform 13 is express platform 13 is my favorite of the three by far. Like, yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's, it's definitely better. It's, I mean, it like, was better as, as Superman too. So I, okay, mean, I had no surprise. idea what Superman had, but like, I, I, it had like an area that was similar to like Spider-Man, right? Yeah. 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 I, I but, mean, just as, but the point that we're making here is that, or at least that I'm making is I think the stuff that they've installed since they've done at least a passable job on, you know, uh, basically building not just more unique things necessarily, but at least like putting more effort into it. I mean, as much as I like Crush's coaster, and I do like it. I wrote it twice. I liked it. it, It's a grossly inappropriate ride for that park, for the attendance level that it's supposed to be at or is at even. Like, um, it just does not have the capacity. It's amazing how much they are able to pump out of that model, but at the same time, it's 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 not adequate for that 
for a, that park or a Disney. Um, I mean, honestly, in the top five rides at that park, there's it, it, it's basically. Let's talk about Tower here really quickly here too. Yeah. Before... Um, well, first of all, it's changed since I wrote it, unfortunately. Um, so I really don't have that much experience with Tower Terror around the world mm-hmm. prior to this. Uh, I had ridden Tower Terror maybe once or twice back in like 2001 in Disney World. I rode Tower once um, at Disney's California Adventure. I had a chance to do it a second time, but they were doing that lights out thing late at mm-hmm. night by the time I got to the park when it was you know closing forever. Yeah. Because it already had been announced. I was like, what? I don't want to ride it when the lights out. I want to see everything. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I know for like the California local people, like that was a cool different experience. But for me, I didn't want to waste the time. So I rode this twice, not remembering anything about the other ones, really, especially Florida. First time I was like, okay. Second time I had a really, I think I had a better cycle and I really enjoyed it. And it's a fun ride. I like it. It's a fun ride. The, and the one thing I'll say though is it's really kind of cool. It, they plopped Go it ahead. down right in the middle of the park. Yeah, that's another thing. Its placement is so bad. And those one-sided buildings, when you look back from the studio tour, are a joke. By the way, also, <laughs> I didn't notice them somehow when I was there, but I was editing my video. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, what? what, what? Like, that reminded me of, like, seeing the backs of the fake buildings going up Rolling Thunder and the Viper queue. I'm like, you have this exposed to the world? <laughs> Ow. So let's talk like, I about... Understand, like, oh, I feel like I understand how they do it for Star Tours and um, at uh, studios. That, like, it kind of gives it its charm, but, like, this is just different. But uh, now what's really cool is each ta- each shaft now actually has a different theme to it now, or a different show, slightly oh, different show. Cool. So that's really cool what they've done to it. Like, like it was like, oh man, why? It was like a, it was it was put into service like a month later. I was like, oh, and I don't know if they even publicized it. I think it just happened. I have no idea. I don't keep up on Disney Paris news, so I have no idea. And then the future of the park seems okay. Like studio. I think the tour, Ram Tour is like closed forever, or is it highly modified? I think that's. Uh, I believe it's being uh, essentially removed because they're going to be putting in the new Marvel section back there. Okay. Um, and a Star Wars mini area and a mini Frozen area. Frozen looks uh, cool. The lake yeah. show. The lake will be good to have a nice show, like a world cover thing, is something that resort needs more than anything. Like. That is such a good thing. That That's, yeah. But you don't build just the Falcon. Which is what they're going to do. You just build Rise. Don't, just stop. Like One of those costs a lot more than the other. I know, but like... <sighs> we have not talked about the fourth best ride in this park. What? For the record. I don't even know what it is. What are we talking about? Uh... Cars Quattro Rouge Rally, the demolition. Oh, it was derby. closed. It was oh. closed. Yeah, I was in the rehab the entire month I was there. Yeah, that's actually that may actually be like close. It, eh, I can't put it above Tower, but it's really good for what it is. It's great. Is it um, just like is it, it is it like Mater and yeah. Ass? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's it was more like, like that. Mater where it's actually good. I guess it runs. I've never ridden Mater, so I guess it runs fast. 
Or... Yeah, it runs fast. Okay, or... yeah. I liked Ass, but it was just so slow. Yeah, no, it um... actually does something. Like, it, you actually feel as though you're on an amusement ride. So that's, yeah. uh, that's a big improvement. A lot needs to be done this far because it's ugly. There's no coherence of theme. It's just... The, the music isn't even really like it, nothing works with this park. And I mean, if they, you know, the thing is, like, I can't even sit there and say, like, uh, like, well, there's no coherence in theme, but at least it has big rides. Like, and I guess the fact that it's Ratatouille like the fifth... is, yes, but like the others and Tower of Terror, kind of, but the rest of the stuff, yeah, you know, it's going to be like, it's kind of like Legoland. In terms of like what it's going to be like, oh, we're going to build basically Ninjago in the Marvel section. We're going to build a log flume for the frozen area, ostensibly. And we're going to build uh, a simulator ride with the Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Oh, yeah, so I forgot about the uh, Ninjago ride. That thing looks. It's I'm combining sure it's two things okay. I don't. I don't know. Like it's combining two things I'm not that much a fan of. So like, like two ride systems. It's like it's you know it's it's more or less going to be Toy Story Mania, but with the Ninjago controls. And like none, neither one of those like interests me that much. I don't know. Uh, James Cervantes, who who always seems to know things on Twitter, says the system is much better than Ninjago. I then asked him. But is it going to be slowed down pace-wise enough that you're not just, like, constantly spazzing out with your hands to try and fire? And he never answered. So I'm going to take that as a no. Uh, And it is going to be just you looking like you're having a seizure. Uh, Well, it's no different than the motion that you do when you're doing Toy Story Mania or a gun game or anything like that. You're just going to do that thing as fast as possible. So Yeah, well, no, I mean... If you're if you're doing a gun game, you're pulling a trigger on a gun. Um, yeah, I know. Or, or you're I, pulling I back on the saying. rope. Yeah. This this is like you're doing like a Nazi salute in rapid speed. Like it's gonna look r- ridiculous as hell. It's it's like it's you know what it is because you're a video game guy, and right. you're yeah. at least in my age. It's the activator. It's the Sega activator. But or no, it's more like it's Connect, really. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean. But yeah, okay, like, you're going back, be like. back in time, but like the most recent iteration of it, it's Connect. But in terms of like like Activator, they were like, oh, you can throw kicks and punches, and the reality is you just look like a, an idiot doing a dance. Like oh, that's yeah. how it, it ends up being most functional. It'll be the same thing with this control system. Like you're not going to sit yeah. there and do like the web mo- movement or something. Like you're just going to like move your hands back and forth really quickly, like you're slapping the air. So. And it's not like this expansion's cheap. It's two billion euros. But like at the same time, it hurts me that there's not gonna have a rise. Like uh. How about we talk about like something whole, that's gonna make us happy? Okay, let's make one thing that will piss me off though. The fact that it's the third most visited park in Europe is pathetic. Because it's not the third best park in the in Europe by by any stretch of the means. It's only by proximity. Yeah, that's true. exactly. And they practically give it away with your your ticket. I mean, there's no way. Can you even no buy way... a one park? Can you even buy a one park ticket? Isn't every ticket a hopper pretty much? I feel I like I you can buy up. a one park ticket. I feel like they almost make it. But so I feel it's like, like it's why wouldn't it's, you? It's almost like a Six Flags like... thing where it's like five dollars more to get the one dollar ticket instead of a two. Yeah, you know, it's, like it's or one it's park not ticket. much of a difference. Like it's it's not like the extreme difference. Like 
like getting a hopper compared to a one day at Disney World is quite an increase. It's not here whatsoever. No. Because they know the park is garbage. Like, they know nobody is going to specifically go for that park. No. Nobody. No. Literally right, zero people are going to go only to go to that place. Let's talk about something fantastic. Yes. Disneyland Park at Paris is yes. gorgeous. They did everything right with... I think they did everything right with the design of this park. I think... I think it has, like, the best of everything as far as, like, physically what's there. I think it needs some new additions because it hasn't had a new addition since, like, what, the late 90s? What was the new last new ride there? It's like, I don't, I don't even know. Wasn't it, like, Space Mountain? Or, I guess, Star Tours, too, if you really want to count that, but... I guess that's my only, that's my real complaint about the place. And obviously nothing's going to come to the park because they're focusing on the other park because they need to. Uh, we, we all know they went into crisis and built a lot of stuff right after building the park. You know, I was surprised at the stuff that wasn't open. Like, I didn't realize, uh, I, I forgot that Space Mountain didn't open with the park. Completely forgot about that. Um there's just a bunch of stuff that didn't open with the park. I, I believe Storybook, the Storybook area didn't open with the park either, right? Uh, Indiana Jones did not. Um, you're talking about like Casey Jr., that stuff back yeah. there? Yeah, it opened in 94. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea that stuff wasn't... When I, when I was doing all my, like, uh, cap, you know, my, my informational little placards that I do for my video for the rides, I was like, wait, this wasn't... Opening day? Wow. Okay. Um, Phantom Manor, was that even? No, that was opening day. That was opening, that was opening day. day. Yeah. Um, Main Street. Like, they fixed everything about Main Street that sucks, especially in, in America. Like, those two arcades on the left and right not only are beautiful with their architecture with the detail with the exhibits they are such a godsend when leaving the park after the the castle show like they can dump people so quickly it's so nice um i, I love uh, just just all the exhibits it's, uh, it's just the tributes to americana in there are fantastic like and I, I, I'm personally okay with that. I know you already said that. You're like, Main Street in America, in Paris. I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. Because a but, lot of this park is, is America. Like, Yeah, I liked it. I was okay know, with it. Main Street USA and Frontierland are both very American places. And, like, I don't hate it. I've eaten at Waltz. I like the arcades that they exist. Um. It's it's very pretty. They certainly spent lots of money to to make you know details oh, yeah. in the buildings. The, the the entry before you even get to the gate with the water fountains and the the waterfalls. I mean that's an entrance there, and then walking under the hotel. Yeah. The, yeah that that was just it was it got me every time I walked in. It was just like wow this is just. Gorgeous. I, I can't. I have no complaints about that. 
I'll um, say that the the one thing that I I don't one of the things I don't love about it is I do like the fact that Disneyland's is kind of at like three quarter scale. It's a little cheerier, for lack of a, a term, like it's a little quainter. The which the Main Street. Main Street, yeah. The buildings are not built at one hundred percent scale, which they mm-hmm. are at Paris and Magic Kingdom and uh, Disney uh, Disney Tokyo and. But I would say that the Paris buildings are probably the most ornate oh, yeah. of the main streets uh, by a pretty good margin. I think it's it's fairly noticeable, and you know it, it's I like it. Uh, I don't I don't hate it. Like I said, I don't I don't feel the need of like thinking that's a, the greatest zone ever. It, to me, it, it does feel a bit like as I was mentioning earlier. Um, I, I do find it feeling weird as an American being there, being like, oh, like, it's America, the place I live. Especially, like, Midwestern small-town America, which is literally 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away from me, if if I want to go drive to it. Um, I don't hate it. I think it's cool. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of, like, apologizing for it. I feel like the way I'm talking about it, it's good. Um, and it, to me, it's it's kind of like a lot of the park. Like, you know, I'll obviously let you get back to this, but I feel like a lot of that park is really pretty for the most part um, and very ornate looking. But, like, the actual content... Is is can be hit or miss, but go ahead and continue. I'm sorry, I'm taking up all your time here. This is your trip. No, no, it's fine. It, I want us to go back and forth. I that's why we're doing it this way. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want it to just be a trip report. I just want to talk about the the whole the thing. Uh, I just w- wanted to have it settle in for a little while compared yeah. to the other places, especially since I was able to go to studios since I last went and so on. Which also, going to studios for the first time in forever made Walt Disney Studios <laughs> just, wow. Like, I knew it was bad when it was there, but then I, I, like, I, I've seen vlog after vlog of studios in Florida, but, like, just to finally go there and be like, yeah, okay, wow. Just, we'll move on. But um, the <laughs> castle, well, the castle, the castle just is, it's easily my favorite castle. Like, Sleeping Beauty Castle is absolutely gorgeous up on the hill with all the uh, the the trees just cut just the right way just to create that scene from Sleeping Beauty and bring it to life. It's just, oh, it's just gorgeous. And, of course, the dragon underneath yep. is fantastic. If you can... Find a time that it's ever open. I went through there like 10 times. I was lucky to find it open once. That thing closes for everything. There, it, parades. It, it, end of the night. It, it, I assume it's probably open early in the day, but when us, you, you get to the end of the park, you, you want to go straight to the rides. We're not going to waste your time at the castle. So it's hard to get find a time that it's open. And I'm sure maybe there's somewhere that they have a schedule, but I never um, looked it up or anything like that. But it's really cool underneath there to have that little section. And then the shop that's inside of there with the 
uh, theming and the, the you know the princess area and all that. Oh, it's just it's fantastic. It's um, uh, and the scale of it. <clears throat> I don't know. I I feel like the scale is a lot more manageable for me than Florida. Florida just it's big to be big. Um, Paris, it just, with the hill on the left and everything surrounding it, I feel like it blends in so much better while still making a statement. It's so. aesthetically the nicest of the castles that I've been to. I can't speak for, for Shanghai or Hong Kong. Um, I like it. Uh, I think it's, to me, it, it's less about the fact that it's like a big castle. It's it's a castle that's more functional. The Disney World castle is pretty much there so that you walk through it, and it's like a platform to like shoot, you know, shoot pyrotechnics off of it and do dance shows in front of it. But as far as like actually doing anything with the castle, not really. Like, there's just not. There's not much to it. There's nothing to explore. It's it looks nice. It's a great centerpiece, but it could just as easily be a giant rock. You know, like it just doesn't doesn't do anything. Um so, you know, it's um it's cool, you know, at Paris that you actually have like these walkthrough attractions that are pretty much all around it. Um, you get to climb up into it. You get to look at stuff. You get to go down and see the dragon. And, you know, at Disney World, you've got uh, Cinderella's Royal Table, which I've never been to because I'm not a child. Hmm. That goes to uh, princess dinners or meals or breakfasts or whatever it is. And... Um, the castle suite that that nobody can stay in. So, I, I you know I don't really have anything great to say about the Disney World castle because it's just there. Yeah, it's me too. It's literally I, just I there. Just, I just have never. As small as California's is, I think it's so more charming. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't care if it's bigger. It's yeah. just it's. I don't want to call it useless, but it might as well because be. Because they definitely use it for shows. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like it, you know, from like a practicality standpoint, there's nothing that makes it more like interesting to me. Like it's visually appealing, but it offers nothing inside of it, and it might as well be like a topiary tunnel in terms of what it actually is to me. So. Tokyo Disneyland's you can go inside of and look around. I like that one more too. I don't know. I they just used to have that really dark walkthrough in the basement of it, which unfortunately is now closed. But which is closed, yeah, because it it was too good. It's too good for this world. <laughs> but like you can go to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, mm-hmm. which would be awesome if I was a seven year old girl. I, you know, like I'm not saying here saying that that stuff's not relevant. Like there's a lot of kids that love it. I'm not one of them, because I'm a 37-year-old man. So, 
I understand like what is geared to me and what's not, and I accept that. And I'm also willing to say like, you know, just because it's not for me doesn't mean I have to care about it. Don't be like me trying to care about Barbie. I just don't. Don't. So Paris one though, great. Always loved it. Okay, so it, it, let's go it, around the park, park one, Yes, shall we? Yes, yes. Frontierland, which uh, man, it's it's it doesn't take you long to, to take you long. Ugh, it doesn't take you long to get there. Like it's like no Disneyland of like you're there. As soon as you get to end the, end the main street, you're you're in it. Um, great entrance and multiple entrances to like avoid crowds and like really good crowd management here. Like. They definitely learn things from Florida. And, like, I feel like parades here don't get in the way as much. <laughs> <laughs> because when a parade's going on in Disney World, like, just forget trying to get across the park. <laughs> You're going to hate life for during that time. So pick an attraction that you want to ride because, you know, everyone's at the parade. But don't expect to get from one side of the park to other. But with here, uh, the, you know, it's great with the entrance where it has all the, I mean, first of all, you start off and you have, like, some areas where you can climb up and look into, like, just like, what what would you call them? Just like little exploring areas, basically, right at the entrance of Frontierland. Off and, of, uh, you know, what, I just want to point this out. I know I've mentioned it before in podcasts. Like, one of the things that's kind of Europeanized about this park is okay. the fact that there's, like, zones you just get to wander around in. Yes. It's a very Efteling... Trust me, I am getting to that. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> We're just not there yet. <laughs> like, um, and So, like, Fort Comstock, <clears throat> which I think is what you're talking about here... Yes, yes, yes. Is, ...is a classic, like... Again, it's the same thing like the castle. Like, here's a thing, they just plunk it down, and they're like, go crazy, go walk around. Like, yeah. It's just there to, like, explore. It's not... You know, I mean, it's me, also there. That's, that's what I want. That's it's that's also the kind their solution to not having a Tom Sawyer's Island, though. It is, yeah, 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 because that's like the only explorer area that the two parks have in America. Um, let's start with the first thing I did actually was Phantom Manor. Um, I thought I knew more about this ride. I thought, I thought it was dramatically different. Than Haunted Mansion, like dramatically. I know there's a different theme, mainly to make it fit in with Frontierland. But it shares a lot of the other elements from the ones in America, like a lot of it. Yes, it's better. But it, I don't feel like it was drastically better. Um, I only wrote it twice. I think I wrote it a second time just to, like, confirm my thoughts. I do like the building. Never been a fan of Walt Disney World. It's it's okay. It's, it's a nice-looking building, but it doesn't wow me. I like Disneyland's because it's kind of creepy. But this is obviously what... I mean, this is what they wanted to do originally. And then Walt said, no, we're not going to have an abandoned-looking building in the middle of my park. <laughs> right, right. So, I don't know how to talk about it in any more detail. I mean, to me, it just didn't feel 
that much different. Should I feel like it felt completely different? No. I mean, it's, okay, it's good. different enough that it's, it's you know... People praise it because it is a little bit different, but I'm not, I don't, it's not significantly better. Alex. It's not like it's two times Alex. better. Yeah. Alex. Okay. Uh, so let, me exp- let, me, let me explain this to you. <laughs> okay. Please, please. How many theme parks and amusement parks have you been to? Three, four hundred, I don't know. <laughs> You realize that the majority of the people that we're talking about here have been to maybe 20. Yeah. So, like, their only interpretation of Haunted Mansion, or really dark rides, like a scary dark ride, is Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, Haunted Mansion Disney World, for most of their lives. And then usually their first international trip is to Europe, because it's easier than Japan. For the majority mm-hmm. of Americans, they go to Japan or they go to Europe. They go to Disney Paris if they're a theme park fan, because they're probably a Disney fan specifically. They encounter Phantom Manor, and it's different enough to them while being familiar that it's recognizable as a Disney attraction, but it's totally different because it just it's something that is at least different to them. It has Whereas, like the like, same scenes. What the but, hell? But like, but like, but like, you've been probably on two hundred and fifty, three hundred dark rides. Maybe not that many, but like at least a couple hundred, for sure. Like, More I now because you've this. turned you've the 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 uh, virus has been spreaded to me from you. So, but but, but even like, but even like yeah. in terms of like what you've done in the U.S., you've you've done a bunch of dark rides. Ton, yeah, and like everything's significant. I don't. I can't think of anything I haven't done at this point. Right. Yeah, no. and like, yeah. if you just do the Disney dark rides in the U.S., it's like 25 of them. So, then you went to Europe, and obviously dark rides are at many of these parks, and many of them are very good. And you've been on rides that have dark ride-type scenes, many of them. So, yeah. you have encountered interpretations of literally everything, pretty much. Like, there's pretty much nothing, there's very little that you have not seen, like, Aside from, like, I guess Futuroscope has a dark ride where, like, you sit on a toilet. What? Futuroscope? Yeah. I think I, I remember reading that recently. Oh, well, I, that's on my list because of that Intamin, but, uh, okay. Same here. <laughs> it's uh, higher on my list now. <laughs> yeah. I, the point is, is, like, like we have seen pretty yeah, close okay. to everything. Thank you. So, right. so the people that have on. been to, like, <laughs> 20 parks in their lives... Are like, what about this? What about this idea? And then you're like, well, that's already happened. Okay, like, I I just think it's overhyped. I I think it's great. I think it's better than the other two, but like, I don't think it's significantly better. So there it's we go. Good. It's good. It's a really let's, yeah. Let's I've been on the new version that... of it. I'm sure it's fun. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. It still sound, It still felt like a dark ride from the 50s, even though it's been updated a little bit to look better. It still. Yes, I mean, yes. it's it still has the soul of the original one. So. I don't care how much they update it with more effects and stuff like that. It's still going to have that underlying design that's from a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, they add really cool stuff to it to make it look more updated. But yeah, but the one thing that is significantly better, and if anything is underhyped, is Big, Downtown, Big Thunder Mountain. I would say, and I've said this for a while, and I have yet to see anything that has changed my mind that this is the best mind train in the world. 
I think if if Colorado Adventure had a slightly better seat design at Fantasia Land, I think that would and be it, well, the only it also competitor. lacks it has the dark building and then it has the unthemed covering part. So it's it's yeah. out of listing because of that. When we're when we're talking about the highest of the high, we have to put that into consideration. And then Wallaby, Wallaby is great. Wallaby Belgium is great, but it, the theming yeah. is definitely the rock work's not as detailed or whatever. It's, it's probably more intense ride. Yeah, and it was it was a better ride Paris. too, I should say. Like you know, years ago when it was Six Flags, when they first opened it, and you know, twenty years of operation has taken its toll. Yeah, as but far as Big the Thunder, goes. Yeah, yeah but Belgium Big Thunder is Mountain better, but... is in is in very good shape. Um, and it's an experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, okay. I had a really bad first experience. Um, a, I was jet lagged, and B, I guess this is the time to bring it up. Most people in Europe were very nice. Um, you know, I tended to start to ignore people because, like, I didn't understand them. So it was just like, if someone had to get my attention, they really had to get my attention, like, because, like. They could literally be like saying you to my face, and I would be like, huh? "Oh, me, hi, sorry, you're you're trying to talk to me because I've ignored everybody for the last few weeks because no one speaks my language." But <laughs> Disneyland Paris, the crowd overall, I mean, the high majority is terrible. They're not fun people to be around. They have no idea what personal space is. None. I've been in the country for 12 hours. I'm paranoid about pickpocketers just because, like, I mean, of all the places, Disneyland Paris is actually probably one of the probably places you actually have to look, look, look after yourself more than a lot of the places I went. And when someone's bumping into me, in an hour-long wait, easily 500 times. And I have no idea how to, like, talk to them because they speak no English. Oh, my God. <laughs> and and it, 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 it happened again later on. And <clears throat> I got better communicating with people, figuring out how to... And I picked up a little bit of French, actually, just listening to people and stuff like that. Um, because it was France was about languages. France was easy to start actually pick up a little bit, mm. not much, because everyone speaks French because they don't care about any other language because they're they're French. Not the stereotype, but I'm sorry, the stereotype is pretty real for a lot of them. But with other countries, Germany, Belgium, Netherlands, like they know multiple language. Most a lot of people know English. The French just don't care to. So uh, I didn't really pick up any other languages, but French I had to because it was like I need to know how to say please, thank you, and a few other statements. But like, <sighs> all right, ran over. Just like the people were terrible. Um, <laughs> and Legend, he went there a few weeks after I did, and he was playing on Twitter at the same time, and it was just like my my outlet to complain. I'm like, oh my god, yes, you're not alone. There are they're terrible and like oh, okay it's it's we'll get into the operations at the end because that's yeah. a whole nother thing that's a whole nother thing 
But let's talk about something really positive. Let's go back to to uh, Big Thunder Mountain. The theming's fantastic in the queue. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, it's not that it's much different. It's just better. It's done better. Um, both the sight lines are better when you're in the queue itself. You actually, most of the time, you have something to look at. Um, then it's just the experience. Uh, those tunnels are just, they're just fantastic. Like, it just starts so well and it ends so well. The beginning, I mean, I knew what was going to happen, but it's just like, it's so cool. And then you just get on that island, all isolated, and just the way they everything is timed out so well. I mean, it's not like it's not timed out any better for the other ones. It's just, everything about it just seems more exciting. I, I just feel like it's, why is it so much better? I don't even know. Is it just the island? Like, is that fundamentally what makes it so much better? I know the ending makes it so much better because it's just like, it's a ramp. It's it's a ramp like revolution ramp. It's like it's not like it's anything steep. It's not like it's anything fast, but it just creates such a sense of speed in there. Like you just, it does so well. That finale. Um, of course, they've updated the the uh, the final until with the explosions and all that stuff. It was not in perfect shape, which was very surprising and annoying. And it, the stuff that was broken on it was broken on it a month later. They, their to-do list of fixing things day-to-day is definitely, I, I will say, is definitely not as good as the American parks. When something breaks, they get around to fixing it when they have a chance. It doesn't seem like it's a priority all the time. Or some per, 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 preventative maintenance or just a maintenance schedule for things. Like, inside of the queue of Pinocchio, like, the handrails were graffitied to hell, scratched in, scratched in graffiti. Like, that's obviously been there for a very long time. That's just something that, like, is, like, Six Flags. Like, that's, like, this is something that Six Flags ignores until, I guess, someone decides, hey, maybe we should paint that. It's been a few years. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, it, it just wasn't working exactly, like... It was just, there were like some dead pixels and stuff like that that just was just very obvious, so it, it took me out of it a little bit. It's still very nice that it has it, and the fact that it didn't install it on the last rehab for Disney World, I have no idea why. That was very disappointing that Disney World didn't install it in the rehab like two or three years ago. Um, so it's nice to see that. I don't know. Like, everything about it, it's just so much fun. Well, why, Alan? Can you explain this to me, why it's so much better? Because I don't know. It's just, I know it's better. Like, it's just that feeling when you get off of it. It's just, like, it's just so much fun. I think the end of it's really strong. And I think that the... I do think that going out to the island and coming back is a big component of it. Because it kind of separates you from... from, like, the station and and the main midway... Yeah. Um, and it gives you some distance in terms of those tunnels. I think that's a huge aspect to it. Yeah, you're right. Okay. It's a big, long ramp at the end. But at the end of it, you're flying. Like, oh, it's, for so, that, it's so for exhilarating. That ride, yeah. It's not like a hugely forceful ride or anything like that. It's just... No, it's just freaking it's fun. It's really fun. Yeah. So much it's, fun. It's the best and... ride in that park, I think, pretty clearly. 
Yes. Um, it's also why it has the longest line. Yes. But my last day, like, I think I wrote it twice with my first two visits, which were, like, the first week. And then when I came back to Paris after the long trip and everything, like, my last, I had one full, I only had really one full day. It was, like, a lots of, like, half days, three-quarter days, like, nights. I, as I said, I got the annual pass, so I could just come, go in and out as I am. You know, like, when okay, I got done in Paris. I was done with touristy stuff. I had enough. I was like, I'm, you know, I've done enough touristy stuff. I, I wish I could, wish I wanted to do more, but I was like, I don't feel like it. So I'm going to go back to Paris because I have this unlimited barrel pass. I can go there and be there in an hour. And then mm-hmm. I can come back to Paris after Disneyland closes if I really want to. It's like, it was nice to have that freedom. That's why I did it, even though it was expensive. Um, <clears throat> but the whole experience, like you, you're doing this, you need to go on the Molly Brown because apparently the Mark Twain has been like broken for years. Uh, just docked in a shed for a long time. I think the boiler like pretty much not exploded, but is inoperable. But doing the Molly Brown is, it enhances the experience of Big Thunder Mountain. Seeing the Molly Brown on Big Thunder Mountain, expense, it, 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 that, that's a cool experience. Going on the Molly Brown, the, the views are just absolutely just gorgeous of that whole area. Not just Big Thunder, but of Phantom Manor, of the geysers, of all of Frontierland. Everything. So much fun. But just the views of, oh, it's, it's just fantastic, right? Like, <laughs> I take this yeah. over the rivers of America any day. Yeah, um, no, it's a million times better. But I can't talk about those, actually, because I've never been on either of them in America because, well, just they take a long time, and you're always trying to do so much in those parks when you have a one-day pass. Um, yeah, they're just phenomenal. Um. Food's not that. Food is weak in this section of the park. We're talking about food later. Food's weak in. Let's just spoiler here. Food's weak in the entire park, I think, if you don't yeah. do a sport, sit down restaurant. Which is something even I would love the, to do, but I'm not going to do that by myself. You know, it's something I will do even, eventually. Even the sit down restaurants are really not that great. Right. Um, What's, I want to say that. I want to say that. Um, I did the theater show that they have currently going. The Lion King Rhythm of the Pride Lands waited an hour because I just missed the previous show and I was like next to be in, so I was like, I might as well wait it out so I have a good show or a good seating. Again, that goes that goes back to having the annual pass. I, I felt like I didn't feel rushed. I felt like I could waste two hour and a half doing the show and not feel like I was wasting my you know, time or ticket or whatever. It, it was just nice to just casually go to the park. Uh, something I don't really do with Disney parks because it's so expensive. You feel like you need. To, I feel like I need to get my monies out of it. Um, I thought it was going to be similar to what Animal Kingdom has. It's completely different. Um, R- Rhythm of the Pride Lands. It was really fun. Um, it, it was more of. I don't know. Disney Disney World's like a. It's more of like a. How do I even explain these? I don't even know how to explain these. Um, I mean, they're both like based in Broadway kind of design a little bit. Uh, this one was very acrobat heavy. 
in Paris, and I don't know. It was fun. Obviously, I don't remember much of it. <laughs> I haven't edited that part of the vlog, so I haven't had a chance to remind myself. But I, I don't know. I think it's worth doing if you. It, it's it's easy on the language barrier. You don't have to worry about that in any way. So that's that's nice. Um. Yeah, let's just move on. Uh, didn't go into the restaurant there because it looked like all American food or barbecue or I don't know. Didn't interest me. Buildings looks cool. The um, what is it called? Oh god, I forget. Anyways, um, eventually, it's not. Or Frontier Land is nice. It's um. Yeah. I'm just trying to think if it's better than the others. I had never even thought about that. Um, better than Disney World? Probably on par. No, it's it's better than the other two. I mean, it's also it's how the the size of it. It's huge. Like it's huge compared to the other two. The other two aren't really that big, really, right? No. Yeah, because the other one fades but, right into the New Orleans Square and everything, and yeah. Yeah, there. I mean, there is that. I mean, so the Magic Kingdom has Splash Mountain, along with Big Thunder Mountain, and that's, you know, that's a that's a pretty good one-two punch. Um, it doesn't feel like that. It, it, I'm not saying it's not nice. It's just not comprehensive like this place is. Like this is comprehensive. It's huge. It's like the whole left side of the park. <laughs> I, I think no. You know what, Harris? I, I would say that it, if you're saying like I want to go to a Wild West themed area, <laughs> go. it does a much better job of of emoting that than Magic Kingdom or Disneyland does. It really, really does. Um, would I trade Disney? Would I trade Magic Kingdoms for it? I don't know. I would have to think about it because Phantom Manor is very good and Splat, you know, uh, Big Thunder Mountain there is clearly better at Paris, but, you know, um, it, it does have, you know, the fort like we were talking about, which is kind of its replacement for Thompson Island. Uh, though, there we're going to talk, probably talk about another very similar area in just a moment here when we get to Adventureland. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know that I would say definitively that's the best one but I would definitely say it's the most wild west or western feeling of those sections for sure okay um, but let's just move on to Adventureland Adventureland is fantastic like it's really good um, it's kind of split up into two areas three almost um you have the Indiana Jones area, which is kind of just like off to the side. Mm -hmm. um, Indiana Jones and Temple of Peril. Um, it's a ride. Here's the thing. <laughs> Alan, here's the thing. I, 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 I thought it was, I mean, look, as far as a roller coaster goes, it's a standard party. It was fine. Like, it's... I didn't have any problem with it. I thought it was fun. Is it amazing? No, but is it like it just? You could have done, it just, and they did it again. First of all, they did it in Tokyo again. They used this model again. Like I don't get it. 
why you put so much money into the steaming, which I, I believe with Temple Apparel, it's actually been improved over the years. Apparently it was not built as nicely as it was, and it was falling apart, so they actually had to kind of rebuild it more recently. Uh, because it was, it was uh, oh, crap, no one's coming here. We need to build something quickly. Let's get that off the shelf. Go. Plop it down as fast as you can. And that's what Temple of Apparel was. Space Mountain's not going to be ready. What can we do to entertain people with a thrilling attraction? All right, let's get them to go upside down with this this model here. I understand why they did. I just don't understand why they put all that effort into it and just don't do a better layout. Like, wh- why? Like, it's Disney. Why do they buy these off-the-stock things? It's not like they can't... Intimate that's built this ride, for the record. So it is well, basically it's a Finafari Zyklon. It's in Finafari yeah. with intimate building and making it, smoothing it out a little bit. Um, I didn't find it all that bad, roughness-wise. I, I think I it, found it was... I had no problem I, I, with it. The last time I rode the one in Paris, I was like, yeah, I never need to ride this again. And I rode the one in Tokyo, and it was worse. So Okay. Well, I, to me, I, I think it's junk. I, You know, I have nothing nice to say about this ride. <laughs> really? I think okay. that Primeval World is might be a pile of shit, you know? No, that's a pile of shit. People. No, I'm... But this is like this is an this is just a complete waste of money. I, I'm sorry, like they should have just taken it down and replaced it with something good. Here's the thing: I, just, I, just go I buy a bunch of Ferris wheels. Like I, I don't really care <laughs> what you do. Buy just anything. Like this is just not it's not that good. It's not interesting. Um, I I can... I am absolutely. It, it, this is one of the reasons why I can never say that Disney Sea is my favorite park. Like, really, Jesus. I mean, like, well, look, it's two roll. It has two roller coasters. Its two roller coasters are this and a Togo Junior coaster. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Which has which is just a fully exposed train and track ride sitting outdoors. I mean, it's 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 as themed as. You know, uh, Woody Woodpeckers. You know, like yeah, pretty much. Um, if you can take, like, here's the thing: if if I could pretend that it's not at Disneyland Paris, I've I've had no problem with it. But it's at Disneyland Paris, and also they're trying to pull it off as a D- Indiana Jones ride. There's nothing Indiana Jones about this ride. It's a bunch of ruins. That's it. Like, what is the difference between this and Batman the Ride? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? This, this, well, to be honest with you, when Batman the Ride first opened and had all its theming we like in tip-top shape, it was probably better than this. Well, it was definitely a better ride, for one. It was actually good. Yeah. Uh, and the theming, yeah. like, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, to me, if if you want to take the argument that, like, that you know, Six Flags just, just throws IP on coasters, like, this is that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's... Let's yeah. move along here. There's uh, a lot of stuff. Though, Go I ahead. will say though. I will say though. Um, on my second day there, like, I, I don't know. I think I just waited. We'll get to this in a second, but I waited a very long time for food. It was just getting very annoyed with the food situation. Food service is bad at this park. Yeah, we're gonna we will discuss that, that momentarily. You worry. Oh, we're gonna get to that. Um, um, Adventureland I has a lot of stuff you can had, play on. I had I one of the best. I know, I know, but I had one of the best character interactions ever. And it's in my video. I, I left it highly. I basically barely edited it because I was just like, and usually I, I like to edit things down because I don't want to waste people's time. I don't want it to be boring. 
But for this situation, I was just like, I'm keeping this. Like, I this made me so happy. It was just Captain Jack staying in character so well and just walking through the park, interacting with people, being silly, and he literally took me to the ride I wanted to go anyways. We started right near uh, Indiana Jones. I see him going into the into a like the middle of a plant in the middle of like you know like trees and stuff looking for treasure he's like i'm looking for treasure i'm like okay this is interesting so then i just keep following him and he's just like you know play acting and everything and like everyone wants to take pictures and he's just ignoring people because he's staying in the role it was just fantastic it's like you get a lot of you get more of this at disneyland you don't get any of this at disney world because they can't whatever they could but they don't I mean, it would be difficult because of just the way that we don't need to talk about that. It's it's fantastic. I love interactions like this when they're given more artistic freedom to do what they want and not just be led to a photo spot. It was great. Like, it was just like, wow, it was great. And then I went on, then I went on Pirates of the Caribbean for the first time. And They have a very good Pirates. This one's understated. Why do people talk about Phantom Mutter? It's so good. And they people don't talk about this pirates. They totally oh, I, talk I don't. About this it does not get the hype that Phantom Manor does. Like people talk about that's Phantom, Phantam Phantam Manor. That's because Phantom Manor got redone recently. That's the only reason. It's. I don't care that it got redone. It's still. It's, it's still no. I'm sorry. This this pirates is so good. Okay, it's so good. You know, it's got the length of Anaheim. And then it's got that queue that is just fantastic. That station area, that's so much better. Everything about this ride, the outside of it, everything about it, it's just done up so well. Um, I, I think the only thing that, like, is better with the Disneyland version is, like, I think you had two splashes with Disney, and you only get one with this one, right? Yeah, this one, it's not as long as Disneyland's, like. It's up I mean, there, though. It's it's up there. It's not it's as typically short as one. Disney World. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the second but, like, longest of those. Disney World is just just pathetically short. Like it's just like you just get off and you're like, wait, I don't know what I missed, but I know I missed a heck of a lot that was at the other one. It was fantastic. I loved it. Um, it was great. I loved it. It's it's just such a breath of fresh air compared to Disney World's. Um, yeah, it's great. And then you exit out into that area. Unfortunately, the pirate ship in front of it. Um, you can't go on it. I don't know why, but you can't. Or when I was there, you couldn't. So that was kind of annoying. Uh, it was just blocked off. But then we get to Adventure Island. Or Adventure Isle. Which is just a bunch of places to explore. Verticality, up, down, inside, around, everywhere. Takes you over walkways. Takes you, you don't know where you're going to go in one way. You don't know where you're going to come out. At one point, if you go off to the left, if you're coming from, like, pirates into the caverns, you come to this area where light is shining down. You look up, and you're, like, underneath the root system of Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Like, you can see the root system travel down into these caves, and you can see the tree trunk rising up above you. Wow. Like... And, like, no one, like, barely anyone was in there. 
like rope bridges and all that stuff. Like the only thing that was close was like the barrel bridge that you cross. Apparently they can't handle that. But like, it's just so nice, like to just like explore and get lost. It's it's fun. It's it's just great. Twitch Family Robinson is it's it's very similar to Magic Kingdom. It's 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 fun. It's I love them. I love them. I think they're fun to just walk through. And I know some people joke as it like the the exercise simulator. Kind of short-minded in my opinion, but whatever. <laughs> um, go. What do you think? <laughs> um, you know, it, it's again very European kind of like get to explore a lot. I mean, that whole section of the park. You've got Adventure Isle, Twist Family Treehouse, Aladdin's Enchanted Passage. Um, it, it the rides themselves. I like Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I'm still not sure if I actually like it more than some of the other pirates, just because okay. like the Tokyo one's really good. Obviously, the Anaheim one's great. I think the thing with the Pirates of the Caribbean in Paris is that it's different. You know, they've reversed the order of stuff and. Yeah, that's what different. I noticed. Yeah, I noticed the scenes are better. I think it flows okay, though. Like, no, I, I think it flows great. But I think, again, you know, one thing that I point out with this is sometimes people complain about parks ripping off Pirates of the Caribbean or doing, like, knockoffs. Right. To me, it's always been, like, a reinterpretation of the idea. You know, I don't think anyone gets mad at the fact that, for example, Big Thunder Mountain is essentially a reimagining of the mine train at Six Flags Over Texas, though it is. Um, no, it's a combination of Calico and mine train. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, like, the, the coaster itself, like, it's basically yeah. it's basically the mine train at Six Flags Over Texas. Obviously, it's much more expansive in terms of, like, how much money they spent on it, but they call them mine train who... coasters for a reason. There are um, some people who think that... Calico and Timber Mountain Log Ride came after. No. <laughs> well, no. I mean, no, there there are dumb people. I can't help. I that. know. <laughs> I can't. I can't help the morons. I'm sorry. The only problem. Um, the only but, thing but, that but what I'm saying annoying, here. What I'm, what I'm okay. saying is that Pirates is is a reinterpretation of that ride, right? Like Mark Davis did not design this Pirates of the Caribbean. This was designed in the eight the late '80s. And was put together at that point. So, to me, it's it's not really different than the versions that, you know, places like Europa or Efteling have done that are often compared to Pirates of the Caribbean. It's it's a reinterpretation of that idea. Uh, it's more traditional, obviously, than what China has. But it looks it looks cool. It is cool. I like it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Here's the difference. I get annoying. I agree with you. Getting, I might have even said the wor the words before, but I don't really. That's just being me. Yes, not being articulate. The rip off. Um, the 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 one at uh, Efteling. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Fata Morgana. Fata Morgana. I said that, and you're like, no, Alex, don't say that. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're right. But, well, like, yeah, because like it's a slow moving boat ride past scenes. So right, right. It, it's it's. It's a different version. It's a different thing. 
Jurassic Jungle Boat Ride. That's a ripoff of Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> There's no interpretation there. That's a ripoff of Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's it's poorly done, but it's like so poorly done at such a scale that it becomes intriguing again. Um, yeah, that's a whole other that's an old discussion, but but like, do I like? I think Adventureland looks great. Um, oh yeah, and it's huge again. It's but huge. but I will say I will say the thing is for me, Indiana Jones. You can tell it was added later. It's basically like on a service road, off in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it when it was closed to support, you know. In that area, it, I, when I visited I in the... September, it was closed, and you wouldn't even know it was there. Basically, yeah, um, you would have no idea. They just idea never it was filled there. in attractions in that area, so you know. Um, let's um, let's move it around a little bit before, because was... right now we're like we're looking at like a three-hour podcast. I know. When we, uh, the only thing that's really annoying is um, with Adventure Isle. Is uh, at one point, like near where the uh, barrel rope bridge is, they just mm-hmm. decided to ins- insert, um, I believe, Carl from Up randomly in the middle of the swamp area or the, the grass area, you know, area. It was just like, <sighs> like it, it just seems so out of place. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Um,. Okay, I'm gonna repeat myself. Fantasyland, it's also huge. Like it's it's like there's so much to it, and it's beautiful. Um, you have Peter Pan's flight. It's like the other ones. It has slightly better capacity, so mm-hmm. slight improvement with wait times, but it's still pretty bad. It's still short. It's still like not that great. That ride doesn't deserve the lines it has ever. That's because of fast pass. It's Anywhere. The primary reason. Yeah. Anywhere. Well, it doesn't have fast pass in Anaheim. Well, and there, still no, pulls no, in no, the no, lines. But, yeah. Um. We have uh, Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. And Seven uh, Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. They're like right next to each other. They use like the same ride of vehicles. They probably go to the same maintenance shop if I were to guess. <laughs> and they're both really fun. Um, they're they're definitely like you know they're they're like the Anaheim ones though. They're not very high tech. They're very simple. But they're fun. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Is there much to say about them? They're fun. Like, they're I'm not going to blow you away, but they're nice yeah. to do. Yeah. Didn't do Dumbo. Didn't do the Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter was pretty, though. I like the building. Very, very nice. Dumbo is Dumbo, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like all the other versions now, since other versions have pretty much replaced it with what Paris got. You have It's a Small World. We have a great entrance. I love it. Except for the... <laughs> it went into rehab. Actually, this is another thing that went into rehab and was closed when I came back in September. Um, and uh, someone on Twitter decided to like tell me about the big giant crack that's <laughs> on that fountain. 
And I didn't notice it, but when I went back, I like went back to see this giant crack in the concrete because it's like a half globe where the water comes down and then the sign's in the middle and then there's this giant crack that's like a few inches wide that they didn't even repair after this last rehab. It was just like, it's, it's another thing about the maintenance thing. It's just it's the things that's like, you need to take care of these things. Like, you're freaking Disney here. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's no excuse. <laughs> like... People like to complain about Six Flags, but they're working on a, a budget that's very, very different. Yeah. Very different. Um, a hedge mage. Um, really cool. Yes. Not what everything it worked again? in it when I was last there, but... Alice's no, Curious idea. Labyrinth. Yes. Yeah, things were working. I mean, it's another one of these... Explore type of things, and I think Adventureland really, or yeah, Adventureland really. Since where that's located, there's not a lot of traffic through that area, so people don't go out of their way, so you don't run into many people. You go through this; it's in the center of Fantasyland, so it ends up being a basically a conga line. So if you want to actually try to, you know, go through the hedge mage and get lost, you're, you're not going to. You're just following a Congo line through the right thing. And get you're going to get stopped and slowed down. You're not going to do any exploring. I love the idea of it. I love that it's there. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work for how many people go through it and the capacity of it. And it, they, when I was there, they were definitely not, like, limiting how many people were going through. So it, there was lots of people in there. So it's, uh, it just didn't work. But it's beautiful. I love it. It's a nice centerpiece, and it is like it's pretty much the center of Fantasyland, really, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Logistically, pretty much in the back, at least. Um, then you have the little area with uh, Casey Jr. and the storybook canal boats. Both are different from Anaheim ride system-wise. One is a powered coaster from Vacoma, and the other is. Oh, I looked this up. Intamin? Yes, Intamin. Mm-hmm. Tow rope ride, which are very, you know, prevalent in America, in Europe. Um, they're both fun. They're both better in Anaheim. The tow boat is good because of the capacity. I mean, they're both better capacity-wise, though. That's that's the positive part of them. The capacity in Anaheim is terrible. But... I don't know, they're both really fun, relaxing rides, and the uh, Casey Jr. is a little bit thrilling, and at least, you know, for that level of, you know, who's riding that. Um, they both close really early. They both close by, like, 6. So be aware of that, especially when you're trying to get your 100th credit, or 1,000th credit, or 900th credit. There we go. That didn't work out. And it's okay, though. I wrote an awesome Intamin. To make my 900th, anyways. Um, I mean, that's it. Then you then you have like like the 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 carousel in that whole area. That that looks pretty similar. Like that that the similarities to the other parks. That front area right behind the castle. That's pretty. I mean, you've been to the other ones. You really don't need to talk about those. Those are pretty cut and paste there, right? Agree, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not It's not a classic carousel in this case. It's, you know. No, it's it's, it's wooden carved. 
Was, oh, that's right. It was it was custom made. It's, You're right. It's modeled right. after it's modeled after the PTC carousel that's in Florida. Wooden car, basically. It's pretty much the same thing as Florida, which was a carousel from that's like a hundred years old. Yeah, people, many people probably don't realize that that carousel was not built for Walt Disney World. It's a PTC yeah. that was customized to make it look like it fits in at Disney World, which they did. Also, PTC carousels are beautiful and on the level of Disney, basically, in their detail and their <laughs> beauty. Um, since it's on the Wikipedia, Disneyland Paris Railroad was closed the entire time. Definitely not happy about that. Very disappointed about that. And apparently it's been closed for a while. I don't even know if it's reopened at this point. It's been closed forever. Um, I don't even know why. I don't care. All I know is closed. And I didn't like it. <laughs> um, then you, you kind of curve around back to the, the front. Because you have to go through the hub to go to another area of the park. Which I had no idea. I didn't realize there was that... Discoveryland is a dead end. I had no idea it was a dead end. I'm not sure yeah, why it no, is. No, there's there's a path. It may not really? have been open when you were there. I yeah, don't think it was open because I had to go through other ways. It's not like the most spectacular path ever. I mean, that is supposedly where Journey to the Center of the Earth was supposed to go. Um, hey, you can still do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... Um, but no, it's there. It exists. It's basically like uh, you walk through some shrubbery, and then uh, there's a gate, and then that leads you around. Like there's just really nothing there to see in that space. It's around the back of like Videopolis, and you can see it on the map. <sighs> um, okay, maybe I did go through there. No, no, I don't think it is. Look at the aerials. You can clearly see. I've walked through it. So it's beyond Videopolis. Yeah, but if you look at the around the back, map, you can like there's like it looks like there's like you know something blocking it now, like construction walls or something. Yeah, but it those, looks like a backstage Those are not wall. permanent. Like those have been opened. Like I've walked through that gate and around that way, and then there's another gate on the other side, and I was in Fantasyland. Okay, well, it's the most backstage-looking pathway ever, then. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... I mean, actually, I think I, it was one of the things I was, I don't want to say critical of, when I, I did my own review of the park uh, after I went in 2018. You know, because it was one of those things where I'm like, <laughs> I understand what people say about them believing it's the most beautiful castle park. I, I, I grasp it to some degree, but I also think look at stuff like that, and I'm like, it's pretty incongruous. Like when you're walking over that way, like it's a big empty pathway to nothing. Okay, yeah, because it's like that's where like all the parade floats came out of. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, it was definitely not open. Maybe they just open it when it's really. Was it busy when you're there? I forget. I was there in like September. I don't think it was particularly busy. Yeah, if you're there um, in September, then no. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It I, was definitely not yeah. open for me. Anyways, um, Discovery Land. I, I love this. I I love Discoveryland. The the design of Discoveryland and the the whole story, the basis, the architecture. How they tried to shove it into you know, you know, we all know they tried to shove it into Disneyland without 
doing it right. And they've taken all the steps to remove all that, pretty much. Mostly. It's, for me, it's a... But... It's a hodgepodge to me. I, I yeah. like... I, I like some of it. of it, and I don't care for other parts. Right. So, I don't know why. Let's just start with the one thing I hated the most. I don't know why, but I hated Star Tours when I was there, when I wrote it. I wrote it once. I don't know. Maybe I was just being overly negative about it because it's a simulator, and I, but like, because. If we had done the podcast before I went in December to Disney World, I would have just had nothing good to say about Star Tours. Like, but then I went and had two great rides with Ariel in December and loved it. And like, Star Wars is cool. I still think it's a little outdated. I like what I they've mean, been I'm... doing to continue with the new scenes and make it so it's different every time. That's really cool. But it's nothing more than a simulator. It's nothing more than Jimmy Fallon. No. Okay. But... It's... Jimmy Fallon's got it's got a little bit more than Jimmy Fallon because it's got animatronic and all that stuff, but like, whatever. I mean, I don't. I've never been a huge fan of it. I, I think it's okay. I also got the scene with Jar Jar Binks in it, so. <laughs> yeah. Anything it's, with Jar Jar? It's there, and I, I, I but I've never really cared about it. It's just never been a thing that I cared about. <clears throat> I don't. I never even wrote it last time I was there, in like. Two or three days, and I, I don't blame you. Um, Videopolis, what did they? I didn't really. I went inside to check it out, but it's like I don't know what they show there. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. I mean, they they don't really show anything there anymore. That's kind of the problem. I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the outside of the building with the blimp and everything. It's beautiful, and I know there's a lot of un tapped ideas that you can even see the remains of or, you know, unfinished ideas and all that stuff. You know, it's, it's, uh, it was budget cut it and rushed and all that stuff because they were in panic mode. Um, Buzz Lightyear is lots of fun. I think it's my favorite of the three. Easily. Actually, there's something positive to say about that. That's, that's surprising. Never been a fan of Buzz Lightyear, but I really had a good job with this. Good, good job. Good experience with this one probably would have done it again but I didn't because there are other things I prefer to do eventually I did the Orbitron because um, the last day I was there I was planning on trying to ride two coasters and two continents and two countries in one day but we all know that didn't work out <laughs> getting delayed 38 hours in Paris <laughs> And also, uh, Space Mountain was closed that morning because I was going to, like, I thought it would be so cool to ride Space Mountain, a launch coaster, and then go ride Hulk and, like, do, like, a really cool video transition, like, Space Mountain launching and then fading into Hulk. It would have been awesome, but Norwegian screwed me, and Disneyland Paris, it was closed that morning, so that sucked. But Robotron's fun. I mean, that's the way all are, but it's just a, you know, carnival ride. What is in the Nautilus? Because it was closed the en entire time. It's a it's a walkthrough. Is it fun? Because I think it would have been fun. Because I love Twenty Leagues Under the Sea and all that crap. So it's cool. It's not, you know, I, I would have enjoyed get it myself though, right? worked up about. Yeah, you would have you would have enjoyed it. I don't know that you would have been yeah. like, oh my god, it's the best thing ever. But 
But I love those experiences, though. I feel like they add so much, even though they're so little. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. That I don't hate it. Um, Autotopia was behind giant walls the entire time, and I couldn't care less. Although now looking at it on the POV, that thing is freaking long, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or looking on the aerial map, that's a really long course. Um, but it's still just a car ride, right? So nothing to really talk about, right? Uh, it's actually pretty bad. So. Oh, okay. Never mind. I mean, it can't yeah, be as bad as Tomorrowland Speedway, though, right? Tomorrowland Speedway is just garbage. Yeah, it might be Except worse. For... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. At least with Tomorrowland Speedway now, during the uh, the Christmas events, you get to the Christmas lights. That's uh, somewhat of an improvement, but not really. Um, and then the ride I've been anticipating to ride forever. I kind of kept this for last because I was I've been so excited to ride this, seeing just knowing that you know coaster enthusiasts. Oh my god, the hyper the space mountain that goes upside down. It's launch the coma blue blah, blah yeah. And uh, you know watching that documentary of it being built all those years ago, and all those things and <clears throat> it's a mess. It's a fucking mess in its current state. You mean because it's themed to, like, turn-of-the-century America? Pick a fucking theme and stick with it. Or or just... In case folks at home were wondering how long we've been on this (laughs) podcast for, since we started, the NBA ceased its season, and Donald Trump banned travel to Europe. So that's how long this podcast has... Yeah, that happened. Wait, he banned travel to Europe? Yeah. He closed the borders to Europe. Yeah, you cannot travel to Europe for 30 days. Except the United Kingdom. Hmm. Oh, no, Taylor. Oh, I'm so sorry, Taylor. And you probably don't listen to our podcast, but Coaster Studios, we feel for you. <laughs> he's, he's supposed to leave, like, this weekend. Um, and all right, Tom sorry. Hanks has coronavirus. So What? Yes, so continuing. So as we try to, to mop this up. All right, yes, I'm so sorry. Just, mess. It's such a mess, man. It's like so beautiful outside. I know they've disabled like some of the effects, this, you know, like the, the cannon exploding. I know it's been like it was like a, a maintenance nightmare, so whatever. It's that's understandable for the most part. But just the fact that for the most part all that Columbia, all that, you know, the all that theming, all that the Jules all that theming is still there. And then the you get on it and the stupid Star Wars music starts playing, and it's such a cool theme compared to the other ones, which, I mean, cool, yeah, Space Mountain's fun, but the theme, you don't ride Space Mountain for the theme, really. It's you, it, it, it's cool, it's pretty, especially in Anaheim, but it's it's not amazing. This thing is gorgeous, and I just wanted to experience it as it's supposed to be, and I, I didn't. The layout's okay. It's better than... Layout's fun. I mean, it's better than Rock and Roller Coaster, I think. It, it's, I, 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 and thank God, I, you know, I, I, I have no problem with a lot of Vacomas and Arrows and all that stuff, but I, I can't imagine, even though I don't have problems with those the old restraints and Vacomas, I can't imagine riding this thing with the old trains. I am so grateful it has vests now. That thing, how bad was it, Alan? It must have been just terrible. It was not particularly good. Um, it must have just been painful as all hell. <sighs> it wasn't quite wow. flight of flight of fear, but it was not 
particularly great now. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I would love, I can't wait for them to, this is one of the things will get me go back to Disneyland Paris again. Once they get rid of the hyperspace mountain, which I don't, I don't see any reason they're going to. Why would they? Star Wars sells. What do they care if it looks like garbage? <laughs> it sells. Yeah, no, it does. Uh, you know, honestly, like, if I'm trying to think how to say this. So thematically, it's a mess. I enjoy writing Hyperspace Mountain anyways to some degree because it doesn't hurt anymore. And Well, that's good, yeah. You know, it's got stuff in it and that, that happens, I guess, kind of, though it's all, like, projection-y effects and stuff. And I don't know. I don't... It's kind of indicative of that whole area of the park where the area around Star Tours looks like an 80s strip mall. And, um... <laughs> You know, there's like a closed gate which used to lead to Pizza Planet, which is still there standing way off in the distance. Where? Um, you can see it from space. Um, oh, okay, like right next to Star Tours? It's, no, 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 it's like there's a building. You can see like a gate that leads to it. Okay. Uh, it it's kind of hidden back there. It's over by the Autopia track. Um, oh, okay. is not cool very thing. good. There's a lot of stuff at that area that I'm just not that fond of. As as I would have liked to see it in his prime. That's all I had to say about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I, you know, even you know, seeing it a few years uh, before the prime, after the prime, or whatever you want to call it, like in 02, I, I like it. Like I said, it's a mishmash of good and not so good. Um, it, it just like it, like it, they, they replaced they replaced uh, Honey I Shrunk the Audience with nothing you know basically just stuff like that I just it, it it's it... they came up with something to fix their problem of not being you know Tomorrowland becoming outdated and then they still managed to screw it up somehow it's kind of impressive when you think about it. <laughs> I feel like, and someday, some lifetime, I hope that they uh, go back and say, "Hey, you know what? Let's 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 do what we originally set out to do." Like, I feel like I, I, I know it's not going to, but like, I, I, I have hope. Maybe someday. it's funny because I, I rode I rode Spacebound in. I never rode it. It's an, like really, um, actually no, I did write it, its original version. I rode it in when it was you know from Earth to the Moon. Then I wrote it as Ghost Galaxy, and now I've written it as uh, Hyperspace Mountain. It's like, I'm sure it'll be something else the next time I get there, whenever that is. Um, okay, so, so let's talk I about wanted to talk about and... all the positives first. Yeah. So, um, here's the negatives. The food. First of all, I was prepared to spend money. I was okay with it. I wasn't going to do sit-downs, as I said, because I didn't want to do sit-downs alone, because that's not fun. But I was prepared to do, you know, some interesting items. The, not, the menu's not that... It's just, there's nothing interesting here. There's nothing... They're culinary... It, it, it's all basic. There's nothing... Like, 
I feel like with Disney World and Disneyland, it's just like, oh, my God, guys, you can tone it down a little bit with your offerings. Here they need to, like, take some of that enthusiasm and inject just a little bit of it into this park, and it would make it so much better. So, yeah, not great. I, I, I couldn't find a freaking churro. I have no idea. I looked. I can't find I, I wanted a freaking churro. I couldn't find one. There's, like, a big it, – it's painted on one of the buildings in Frontierland. Or uh, that Aladdin air, whatever. Right between Frontierland and Adventureland, there's a place where it says churros on a building. I'm like, where's the churro? And there's like, no, we don't sell it. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I understand that they want to make money, and they don't want people standing around, and they want to maximize profits. But they are so cheap on how they keep things open. I wanted to get. I really would like to have gotten fish and chips. I like fish and chips. You know, whatever. It's something I like to get when I'm at parks occasionally. And it's at Toad Hall. Um, the second day I went, you know, it was pretty much an all day. I think I left like at 8. Opened at 8. Left an hour early or something like that. Toad's Hall closed at, like, it was either 2 or 3 p.m. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll get it in September. I come back in September. They were Toad's Hall, like three of the restaurants. I forget which ones were Three of the restaurants in the back of the park were all closed for, quote, quote, renovation. A.K.A. it's a slow season and we want to open them up. But at the same time, in August, because it was something good and interesting, I got lasagna and waited about an hour at the one that the restaurant near Indiana Jones. And then... I come back, and all these restaurants are closed. Barely any restaurants are open. And I'm like, okay, like you've limited what I can even get. Um, I got something the, la well, the last full day, like in the morning, like right as it opened, so I wouldn't have to wait forever. I forget what I even got. It was good, whatever it was. It just wasn't memorable. <laughs> but then later in the day, all these restaurants are closed, so I end up getting the lasagna over in, in uh, Fantasyland again. And it's not like I could avoid it. It was like I was there all day. I had to eat something eventually, more than just popcorn and whatever. And I end up waiting like 56 minutes for quick serve. Everything closes in the back of the park. All the quick serve restaurants pretty much close by 5 or 6 p.m., even with 9, 10, 11 o'clock closes, they all close. Past the time that I would still consider dinner time. I know things are different in different cultures, but, like, that seems absurdly early to close things. And then all the quick serve you can get is down Main Street, and forget about that because you're going to wait an hour plus. You're going to wait an hour for freaking ice cream. And then everyone else in Europe... All the parks competing for people not to bring food in. So the prices are reasonable. The food is good. And you'll never wait more than five minutes. I, I wasn't so mad at the beginning of the trip because I hadn't experienced the rest of Europe. It had a little bit in France, but I didn't do a lot of food that first week. I come back and I'm just like, what is wrong with this place? The food service here is just a joke. It's not good. It's understaffed. They 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 run it to maximize profits. 
to a ridiculous amount. Like, I understand they want to maximize process, but it, it makes it so it's just impossible. Can't recommend it whatsoever. <laughs> you, you, pretty much the same thing, would you say? Your opinions on this? I mean, it's everyone's known that the food there is, is bad and the places close ridiculously early. Why do they I close mean, so early? <clears throat> I know they're unionized. Okay. Um, uh, my guess is it probably relates to that because not very many of the parks in Europe are fully 365 days a year. Okay. So I think there's also like a staffing issue. Mm. Like moving people from place to place to get the restaurants operational. Well, it's not um, working. I don't care what the problems are behind it. I don't. I don't. I really don't care. It's not my. It's not my. I don't need to care about this. I'm. I'm paying to get in. I'm willing to pay the money to get food, but not when it's run like this. So, that's my rant on that. Uh, quick thing, uh, I did see the uh, show time, the nighttime show three times. One time, just walking up like 10 minutes beforehand and getting a crappy view. Second time, waiting like an hour and uh, recording in uh, time-lapse mode by mistake. So that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then waiting a third time for about two hours, freaking out where they were going to put down the, the ropes to like, be like in the front right behind the preferred seating section and then the preferred seating section let in you know where you can buy to have like a year experience and all that and right in front of where i'm sitting because everyone in the front sitting because you sit everyone sits in the front it's great i like that it's it's nice that they do that except i wait for i think it was like two and a half hours actually i was exhausted it was end of the trip i was just like i'm just gonna sit here and enjoy looking at the castle and all the sounds and just the ambiance of disneyland park because it's a beautiful hub and it's a beautiful castle and i had no problem with that i felt so bad but at the same time it was so mad it was just so irritating like 10 minutes beforehand a newlywed couple are right at the back of the preferred section, right in front of me, and she's in a wheelchair. <laughs> Despite the fact there's a wheelchair section right off to the left, because they paid to go into the preferred section, so they were allowed. I don't. I'm. I'm sorry. I have a problem with that though, <laughs> because then I had to be the asshole who stood up and blocked everyone's view because I'm like, I just waited two and a half hours to watch this goddamn castle show and get the best video I can possibly get. I don't care. And like someone behind me is like, can you sit down? I'm like, no, look what's in front of me. I waited two and a half hours. And she's like, well, you can go right over there. You mean like stand on top of the person that's sitting? Like the woman behind me who gave me the lift was like, you want me to stand on top of somebody? <laughs> or sit on top of somebody? Like, like there was nowhere to go. What do you do in that situation? And you too. Was I wrong? I don't know. Are you there still? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough situation, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just stood there, and I knew I had like a billion daggers in the back of my head. I, I was just like, I don't care. <laughs> Maybe if I waited an hour, but when I waited two and a half hours for a damn show, and I'm not a castle person even, like a castle show person, ugh. By the way, the Castle Persian show. It's fun. There's not a lot of fireworks, barely any. But it's a fun show. I enjoyed it. I liked it more and more every time I watched it. 
I can't really compare it to the other ones because I haven't really seen them in full. But I enjoyed it. It was okay. So, I don't have any complaints about that. I guess that's it about the the, the uh, whole resort. Disneyland, it's, it's great, but it needs some improvements. It needs new additions. They're not going to get it because they're focusing on their park. So, I don't really feel the need to go back anytime soon. I, I just don't. So, especially with the amount of time I spent there. I, I, that's that's it's probably my favorite resort as far as the resort goes and how they built it and all that but it's not my favorite as far as the attractions no 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 even though like it its attractions are better than its counterparts the counterparts have better and newer things so there it is <laughs> yeah uh, you know, I go for a couple days every couple of years, it seems like, and I get my uh, my business taken care of, and it's cool. I don't know. Um, and then I don't feel like I have to go... I mean, there's nothing really to have to go back to at Disneyland Paris for years. There's no, the only thing I'm... Literally, the only thing I'm excited for is the Frozen ride, the Frozen roller coaster. That is it. And not because it's a roller coaster, just because it might be something cool. If it doesn't Turn out to be a clone of uh, Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> any any closing thoughts as we try to wrap up here? Oh, those. If you're parking, so the first half of the trip, you know, the first two or three times I went, I parked in the parking lot, and they have these moving walkways mm-hmm. that were never on over a month's period. I thought maybe the first time I was like, oh, maybe they're out of maintenance, you know, maintenance time. No, I guess just they don't turn them on anymore. I don't know. I, f- I feel like having uh, having visits a month apart practically, like 30 days apart, is a good enough scale about how things are run, uh, how mm-hmm. things get fixed, all those type of things. Because in a span of 30 days, like things should be fixed or done with maintenance on a Disney park most of the time, unless it's like a major rehab. And it's, they made it so the station, the train, is preferred method of travel, which it is. So going to the parking lot is a long walk. It has to be a mile, at least. And the fact that those things are there and just taunting you off is a terrible entrance and a terrible, you know, last impression. I Mm -hmm. fucking hated it. Now, if you're taking train, it's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, like you, you can be back in, you know, my Airbnb was one stop back and it was fantastic. I was back to my Airbnb in like 20 minutes. It was great. But when I needed to drive back to that Airbnb, it took like an hour because of the walking. So that's my closing thoughts on the whole resort and the problems and how they can prove it, how things are doing and here's the thing i like it i don't need to go back it's too american i like the european parks that are european that are do a better job it's nothing is wrong with it it's just where it is Mm. does that make sense yeah 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 no i agree with that i agree if it was in florida i would say i would love it i would love if it was in florida with the newer attractions. They did design that park really well. And it can be ran well. It just has a lot of operational issues that 
are very annoying and take away from the experience. So there it is. So and uh, that's it. That's the rest of Europe, and uh, that's it. We're, we're, yeah. <laughs> and of course, oh, and must the, be... yeah, no one else can go now. And, uh, and and another thing is, like as you said, the hotels look extremely overpriced. If you want to get early entry, just and you're going to be going for a few days, like more than three or four, if you're going to go like more than four days, it just makes sense to get a pass that has early entry. Yeah. Perk. Like, because like one night will cost you one night. And the cheapest thing will cost you practically half the price, half the pass, I think at least. Right. Yeah. Like, no, the hotels are like, you could get a hotel for practically nothing compared yeah. to what the costs are there. So. And I mean, yeah, it just don't do it. It's stupid. And I mean, the only thing I would ever do just for the experience someday, if I have a lot of money, even if I do have a lot of money, I don't like spending it for this way. But maybe someday, maybe the Disney hotel, just the experience of where it is. And I imagine it's pretty inside. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only one I would do. The other ones, have, I have no interest whatsoever. So. It has great ideas, and I think it it's set up to run really efficiently. It just doesn't. So we'll see how things go eventually. And that's it. How, how Where can we find you on the Internet? <laughs> you can find me on Gods on Safari on Twitter, if the website still exists by the end of the week. Um, Alex, what's, you're What's wrong a, with Twitter? No, I mean, just everything else is, like, going horribly oh. awry. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It, it could uh, be Mad Max, like, the day after this comes out on Parkscope.net, so only yeah, zombies and artificial intelligence will be listening to us from now until the end of days. Um, <laughs> what else? Where where can we find you, Alex? On Twitter and... Wait. Yeah, on Twitter you can find me at Coaster Spotting, and on Instagram, Facebook, and especially YouTube, where you can actually experience a part of Europe right now with all the vlog that I'm posting <laughs> on a daily basis. Um, for the next like thirty days, really if there, you want to get a taste of Europe, be. yep, go ahead and watch my vlogs. They're coming out pretty much every day. Uh, then the construction updates at Jersey Devil will continue on probably more than a. Uh, weekly average at this point until it's done so be sure to check those out and uh every, it's catching on finally you know i'm if really you happy want to get the, into uh, if you want to get into mainland europe just fly into london since that's still allowed and then take the train over no yeah one will but, actually stop you just as a heads up okay we'll see <laughs> what about passport stamps <laughs> no i mean they'll probably let you in i doubt they're going to refuse entry unless they say otherwise but um, oh, yeah, I know. Just get have fun getting back into uh, America, though, afterwards. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's going to be – that's that. That's your problem at that stage. Um, ask them to do yeah. the Cuba thing where they don't stamp and see if you can get away with it. Um, anyways, hopefully there will be a next time, and we yeah. will see you all then.